0: I thought Christianity was tale. (laughs) Absolutely. This religion thing was not for me. Yes. They held a big convention. with let me in for free. I had no idea what I was about to see. Oh! They were speaking in tongues, that made me a believer, it was kind of fun, to speak it out of my mouth, speak in tongues. They got me believing my tongue is weaving from side to side. Uh, The Lord will now embrace me. Uh I slap my tongue to the Uh beat. Now, whatever I do, he'll forgive me. Because now I speak in tongues, <laughs> that <laughs> makes me a believer, <laughs> and I'm having fun, <laughs> <laughs> playing around with my mouth, <laughs> now I speak in tongues, <laughs> 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 it's the end of the
1: world coming day at man, all this crap, just like Y2K <coughs> man, all the hype all the time, all the hysteria, all the hocus pocus. All the bubble all the time. And the, uh, they pointed it out on CNN this morning the 30 year mortgage rate is now 6.66%.
0: Oh, my God.
1: I would definitely hide under the bed from the boogeyman. Or go get a new mortgage. Or both. Great. Maybe you can get a, a good mortgage rate from the boogeyman. <laughs> Mark from Hallandale Beach wanted Sterling Hayden on today's list of dead actors. And you got it, Mark. Dead uh, Hollywood people. I was going to ask uh, Hank all kinds of things, but I guess he vanished. It wasn't because of uh, flight. He was afraid I was going to talk about Eric Gregg being dead, fat, umpire. And also I was going to ask him who's going to be on tomorrow morning, since it was supposed to be Dick Stockton and Leslie Visser, and now they've uh, canceled. They've either been canceled or they canceled out, and we can't get any answers on these things, you know. Probably because you said those terrible things about them. No, I did not. I said Dick. St-, we agreed that uh, Dick Stockton at least had a good sense of humor about how bad he is. But nevertheless, they're not going to be there tomorrow morning, and as of this moment, we have no idea here on revolving door radio who's going to be doing the morning show because the humpers is going to be in New York he's got bigger fish to fry he'll be on Thursday and then Friday uh, we got well I was going to say it says Ow. on the schedule he's getting bumped tonight so God only knows what's going on anybody know what's going on no no he wants to know what's going on Howard remember that <laughs> oh yeah well what the F is going on Howard? yeah yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure Josh was asleep by that time in network already so he doesn't remember that part of the movie do you what part? So it's D Day today, and it's also six six six. <laughs> That's right. I'm not wasting my time. This is the same punk that told us yesterday that the NBA finals start tonight. I thought they. Hey, look. Well, they don't. It was a weekday with a T. I thought it was Yeah. Well, okay. You got two choices, and uh, I, I wouldn't go to the uh, casino today if I were you. It's not. It's not your day. It's an old man. It's definitely not your day. You had a fifty-fifty chance, and you blew it. It's Thursday. Starts in uh, Dallas, no less. Now, isn't Steve Nash playing for the Mavericks again now? Yeah, he is. He is. Just just for the finals, I think. He's making a comeback. Speaking of playoffs, I lied yesterday. I said I wasn't going to watch that game last night. What kind of hockey fan would not watch the Stanley Cup finals? Oh, don't tell me I got a paper jam. I got jammed. On. One moment, please. Oh no. So anyway, Ray Whitney did score a pair last night and what a what an unfortunate way to end a game, man. That poor kid. Edmonton goalie gets injured. They have to bring in this kid that's uh, read, not ready for prime time. Never played a playoff game in his life before. He, there's less than 40 seconds left in regulation. They're going to go to overtime. It's 4-4. And he goes behind the net to stop a clear and pass. And he, like, kind of bobbles it away and hands it right to Rod Brindamar with a wide open net. And bada-bing, Carolina scores. That was bad. But exciting game, though. Carolina 5, Edmonton 4. Any interest? No. Okay, what's this facts you got here? The lead story. Oh, No. Lead story on bangedup.com. Also, it says, on a sad note, Bob Weaver's in the hospital. NBC sure screwed him over, not letting him say goodbye after all those years. Yes, they did. He's a great guy, Bob Weaver, and a good friend. I don't even know if I ever met Bob, but he's still a good friend. He's one of those people that you don't know, like, personal, but you know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, here you go. A U.S. jury found a Roman Catholic priest guilty of the satanic ritual-style murder of a 71-year-old nun which went on sale for more than 25 years. We had talked about that before, and now they came in with a verdict. Wasn't well, that good? That was great. Father Gerald Robinson was immediately sentenced to a mandatory jail term and uh, between 15 years in life and led away in handcuffs. <coughs> and it says News Edition 6 <coughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Plaid. I was just going to tell you how good that uh, stuff is. <coughs> that Berkeley's, what is it called? Berkeley's? I don't know. Does it yeah, have alcohol. alcohol in it? Mm-mm, no. Okay. I was going to say, it ought to be a real interesting show if it does. No alcohol, no sugar. No. I can't have alcohol because it interferes with my drugs. I understand. <coughs> oh man! Like I said, that stuff ain't worth a crap. Only when I start talking did I have this problem. Huh? So you do the show. All right. <coughs> there goes that damn music again. You know. Former umpire uh, Eric Gregg dies at 55 after a massive stroke. Former Major League umpire Eric Gregg, known for his big personality. He was fat, man. He was huge. And Josh, don't even know who that is. I thought you were a baseball guy. Yeah, I'll have to uh, brush up on the uh, umpire Doesn't memory. Doesn't know who John McSherry was, either. Well, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that you have to have great expertise with the umpires, but you think you'd know the, the ones who were, like, famous for certain things, like being huge and fat. Like John McSherry, who had a big heart attack and died around the field there a couple of years ago. Umpire famous, by the way, that's kind of like an oxymoron. No, it is not. No, it's because you no, have a weird not. memory, and you just remember people. <laughs> that is not true at all. Anybody who's a real baseball fan remembers Eric Gregg. He weighed at one time over 400 pounds, or nearly 400 pounds, and he went on a diet. And he did lose a lot of weight at one time, and I think he found it. That's
2: pretty
0: anyway,
1: pretty he told a family member Sunday, <coughs> Sunday morning at his home at Ardmore, PA, that he couldn't feel anything on his left side. He was hospitalized and died at 645 last night. Man, I'm gagging today. He was among 22 umpires who lost their jobs in 99 when their labor plans of mass resignation backfired. Remember that? Yes. Yep. I'm glad you remember something about baseball besides Dave Van Boren's wife and his bad hairpiece. You should have heard uh, Josh this morning carrying on about that awful hairpiece. Oh, I wanted to hear more about his wife. No, you don't want to hear about that. She's hot. That's yeah, the rumor I'm hearing. Am I right about that at least? Yeah, she's good it. Do go, go on. on. Oh, see, then you want to say hot. She's good one. She's hot, okay. How big are they? Oh, oh stop. I'm telling tired. I get, uh, was I coughing before the show? No, no. <coughs> no. Now, you oh, some it's some my allergies. Some I'm tea. Something. Some nice I don't tea. want no tea. I know you don't want I want, want it, to keep coughing and gagging know, the whole four hours. Good hour. for you. Then I'll be out sick the rest of the week. I mean, might as well be. We have no idea who's going to be on at what time anyway. Uh, Kim Camper tomorrow. Well, what did I say to you before? Kim Camper. That was my guess. When in doubt, they always fall back. They always fall back on Bo. Well, he's big enough to fall back on. The whole army could fall back on his ass. Oh, that's right. He is a giant in the, uh, in the stiff broadcasting industry. Well, he'll on tomorrow morning. Today we got uh, Bo Camper at two. I told you, and then Mad Dog at four. Curtis is in for Gelty at seven. Whatever that means. Marlins. Oh, the Marlins had a nice game last night. They scored two, and the Giants scored fourteen. Don't say it loud. Fourteen. Well, you know when you get six, six, and you add two to that, what do you got? Fourteen. Oh, see, see how that works? It's all connected, man. The whole universe is connected. This intergalactic uh, inter uh, office right. memo. Thirteen hundred eighty-three votes on yesterday's poll. Which of these people or things are you most tired of hearing about? Tom Cruise. He wins hands. Well, it was actually very tight. Very tight. Tom Cruise, two ninety-four. I was going to say hands down your pants, and maybe he might want to, as a matter of fact. All depending on what you look like. Oh my God! Look at that, man. Wow. There's some green ones in there, dark green, like Christmas green, you know, like Ooh, pine needles. Brilliant. In fact, there's a couple Vermillion. of pine needles in there in my right nostril. <laughs> Tom Cruise 294, Brangelina 290, Natalie Holloway 231, the aruba, the chicken aruba who ran off with Tubby and his cuba. Uh, American Idol 113, we, that was a late edition, addition, but it moved up nicely in the fourth spot. Aren't you proud of that? Oh, yeah, impressed. I still say we're going to buy WKAT um, and change the call letters to WBNR, Beaner 13. I like that. That's great. Now that we got this big Mexican, all the Mexicans are coming into the country, so we might as well have a station for them. Beaner 13, we can get the jingles, you know? Mm-hmm. Illegal Aliens, 85. Ah! Ricky Williams, 79. I hate this poll, 75. Iraq, 74. Shaq! 54 for Shaq, who's just under Iraq. Joyce, 33. They can't hear enough about that bitch. The Duke Lacrosse team, they're back, 25. They're back. Britney Spears, 22. They want to hear a lot more about Britney and how big they are and supple and whatever. Uh, and Iran, only eight. So they want to hear a lot more about Iran. So let's find some Iran stories. Uh, okay. I don't think I got any Iran stories today. Do you? Uh, they got nukes. Or they're gonna. No, well, no. The big story that everybody's all whipped up about and all over CNN likes think on, uh, on Greg. Not Eric Greg. That would be bad to say that now, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be in bad form? Who? To pick on Eric Greg. He just died yesterday. That would oh, be that's, bad. that's that umpire? The uh, dead fat black umpire. Nobody right. knows who that. Yeah, they do. Anybody who's a real baseball fan knows who Eric Gregg was. Just make-believe baseball fans like Josh Cortis, they they don't know who that is. Yeah. And the excuse being, oh, nobody knows who the umpires are. Right. I think right. you got a little too much time on your hands. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> name, so. I don't watch baseball at all. I did watch the hockey game last night though, and it was a very entertaining and very exciting game. Too bad you missed it. I mean, I happen to know. I will be watching the NBA final game tonight. That's not being played. That's the only one I'll be watching. The one that isn't being played because they don't start till Thursday in Dallas. What? Josh Cordes gave us some misinformation yesterday. Oh, well, the high school criminology students are making a big deal out of this in Fort Lauderdale at St. Thomas Aquinas. We'll get into that in a minute. Well, they were just—they were just funning. You know, it was just a like a field right. trip, and they just found a dead body. They was put that unusual? It. Put huh? it with a stick. It's not unusual in uh, South Florida to find a no. dead body laying around. one just this morning. Dead bodies all over the place, especially on 666. Mm. End of the world today. Having a big guy, end of the world. Wouldn't it be a good idea to have an end of the world sale? Right. Like at a car dealership. What a I mean, you could, sell them re- you could sell them real cheap because mm-hmm. they got to drive, you know, wherever they're going, enjoy their, take a little spin out right. there at about 150 miles an hour in their new Corvette. Because at midnight, we're all going to die anyway. It's the end of the world. Ooh. In fact, what movie is being released today? The Old Man, right? The Old Man. It's about me and Hank and Mo, and Mad Dog. He's getting a little long in the tooth, isn't he? How old? Yeah. How old would you say he is? I don't know. Fifty. Fifty, my ass. Are you crazy? Yeah. What are you talking about? He was. He was on the seventy-two and seventy-three teams. Am I right about that, Josh? Yeah. Yes, you are. Well, even Okay, not. so that's thirty-four years ago. Seventy-two. He's got to be. Uh, he's got to be fifty-five plus. I don't want to pick a number, you know. Because he's a good guy, but I, I just—he's—he's he's pushing sixty, is what he is, even though you don't think so. Why don't you look it up? I'm looking it up now. Why you—why you Google it? More than forty-eight, seven thirty forty-eight. So he's fifty-seven. Wow, almost. What a geezer. No, actually forty-eight. Yeah, he's almost fifty-eight. Next month. What did I tell you? I wow. said he's pushing sixty, didn't I? Do I know my crap or what? Huh? No, I know my crap. Go walk. In fact, I'm full of it. 1013 at 560 WQM. If you love boating, hey, don't go out there and spend a ton of money buying a boat. Do a much smarter thing, a much less expensive thing, and a hassle-free thing, and rent a great boat from Club Nautico. Just call them at 1-800 Boat Rent right now. Why pay all the expenses of owning a boat when you can rent one totally hassle-free? Join Club Nautico. That's the club to get involved in. Call one 800 Boat You'll be amazed just how easy it is. No docking costs, no expensive upkeep, no insurance, and no hurricane preparation. And yes, Virginia, there is a hurricane season, and we're in it now. With a boat from Club Nautico, it's totally stress-free and affordable, too. Call one 800 Boat rent No getting the boat ready, because Club Nautico does it for you. And no cleaning up either, because at Club Nautico, you just hop on your boat and go. When you're done pulling to the dock, get off and leave. Just walk away. It's that easy. Club Nautico, from, un- un- from unlimited boating to pay as you go, from small boats to yard charters, and everything in between. Club Nautico are the folks you want to be talking to. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT and let Club Nautico tailor a plan to fit what you need and your budget as well. Get on the water the smart, the inexpensive, and hassle-free way today by calling Club Nautico at that toll-free number I keep giving you. one 800 boat Rent.
3: This is Neil Rodgers. Right. This is 560
0: QAS. I, we'll uh, I uh, I, uh, I, 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 don't have a clue. Ordinary. 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 Now the Pope depends on you and the powers you possess. You saved his life With your flying scissor knife He's got a job for you to do Oh! Reginary. Reginary. You have a brand new style too We love the way you want your do. With the big V on your chest And full of night tight dress we're sending those to our own friends <laughs> Who's with the speed of a gazelle Sends the bad guys straight to hell When a building starts to grow With your image, then we know You're crushing crime with one mighty blow
1: they did? Yeah, they did. About eight miles west of Bakuba. In fact, they've got that story on there. They just had on. Your favorite, CS, certainly not Nazi news. According to authorities, the heads were wrapped in black plastic bags and shoved into fruit boxes. Their identities could not be immediately confirmed. And they weren't saying nothing. No? It was a second such discovery in four days. On Saturday, eight other heads. Oh, I see. They just had the story on those heads. They haven't got, a, they're not a hit on the story. You know, you were talking about the Grateful Dead yesterday, and there are a bunch of deadheads. Yeah. On Saturday, eight other heads were found in Hadid, and had also been stuffed into fruit boxes. Now, you know what bit we got to play now.
3: <laughs> oh, my God! It's a severed head!
1: Yeah. That, that's in bad taste. Hadid oh, is about 37 days. miles north of Baghdad. Oh, into in the Baghdad, a head. Also today, a roadside bomb exploded at Alawi bus station in central Baghdad, killing a woman and wounding a child. Uh, three mortar rounds landed at the Nadha bus station in central Baghdad late this morning, killing two civilians and wounding seven others there. Gunman also shot and killed a Baghdad neighborhood council member and two of his bodyguards this morning. But other than that, everything is just... Oh, we're fine. hunky dory It's just, just amazing. There's just chaos and bloodshed and people running away uh, from their homes trying to find some place to, like, uh, perch, you know. Just amazing mm-hmm. what we have wrought. Can't imagine why the world hates America, can you? They're kill us of our freedom. Yeah, where's that candy and flowers they promised us anyway, bastards? 70QAM, hello. Hey, guys, that's Neil. Speaking.
4: Hey, Neil, I want to talk about Eric Craig. Not Josh. Doesn't know who he is.
1: Isn't that embarrassing?
4: Well, you know, every Marlins fan, quasi Marlins fan, God knows who he is because he coached. uh, He did the Lebron Hernandez game where he had the most strikeouts in a National League uh, championship series. How do you
1: like that? Even I didn't know that. I I forgot it.
4: They talked forever about how his strike was as big as his belly. Right. So I mean, I I think every Marlins fan's got to know who he is.
3: Well, anyways. yeah, go Josh, ahead. Josh.
4: Is uh, John Candy on your poll?
3: John Candy
1: should be on there. Good Canadian boy. Yeah, good Canadian boy. Thanks a lot, right. Callie. Thanks, man. What about, speaking of John Candy, what about John Belushi? Okay. I mean, there could be 8 million people on this poll, and why not? Yeah. You know, Marlitt will still win. Well, and we got the green light on there. Engineering, thank you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're streaming it. We are streaming it. Hopefully, Bob Lassiter is streaming it this morning. Tell know what I mean by that. If he's, he's, I'm sure he's not listening. I'll be streaming it during the well, day. he's that. got Great. that kidney problem, you know, and he's, uh, every day he's got to see if he can... Uh, it's just you know between him and now I got Bob Weaver in a hospital it's just a lot of bad stuff going on mm-hmm. you know and i and so I don't feel so bad with just a little uh head cold or whatever no, little no. allergy you're doing great you know what I mean you're ahead of the pack by my don't don't say it like that you are God, are you a hard ass you're just you're brutal no you're you're about as sensitive as a as a fruit fly you're a severed head of the pack yeah, well, there you go I, I like that severed head bit <laughs> i I just, I just like that beginning part,
3: yeah, <laughs> oh my God. It's a severed
1: head. <laughs> <laughs> I just I may just uh, take that off of there and just play it by itself so over and over again. About seventeen times. So they found eight heads on Saturday and nine more heads this morning. That's seventeen heads. You could start collecting wow. collect them all. Yeah. The shrunken head collection or the severed head collection. What difference is it gonna make after one fifteen anyway when the world ends? That's right. Be sure and be tuned in at one fifteen. You know what the sound is gonna be, the signal, the alert? Oh. It's not going to be that old Connell rat alert or, or anything like that, or that thing they keep interrupting our show with at, uh, mm-hmm. what do they call that now? EAS. E-A- the EAS, which used to be the EBS. No, it's going to be like, like that. <laughs> yeah. When you hear that six times. She <laughs> only did a five there because I don't want to get uh-huh. you all panicky yeah. we'll, 115, don't let me forget, we'll play that six times. That'll mean the end is coming. And guy, i got news for you. When you work at QAM, you know the end is coming. You can smell it. Can't you smell the death in the hallway? I smell something. I go out there and poke a few bodies. I got to get to that story, Spoke by time. the way. They keep showing those kids from uh, Saint Cro- uh, on uh, uh-huh. CNN. Nowhere. yeah we've all seen it. It's been on the local news. Already. It's been on eight million times already. Mm-hmm. I sure hope it hasn't been on WTVJ because they are they're evil. If there is such a thing as the Antichrist, he's at WTVJ. He's at as they call it NBC six. Well, what is that NBC six? Did anybody call it ABC ten? No. CBS four. Uh uh. PBS two. Uh uh. No speaking English. Vintage race. No. Hey, that has, has a ring to it. It has a ring to it. Put it to music, man. Look, get Cena Cruz to sing the theme song. Hey, let me tell you right now. I, oh, oh, that works. sounded good. <laughs> at least I <laughs> see. I told Just you it's the old the one there. there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh, I knew it was going to be a tangerine one. Man, you know I haven't had a tangerine in years. I hey, haven't either. even seen a tangerine. They're great. They're a, lot, they're a lot less messy than oranges because yes, they are. The peels it's, easier to, it's easier to peel the peel right. off, and they're like the little sections, you know? Right. And I, I think you can get tangerines without any seeds, can't you? I, I, believe. Uh, I believe you can. I mean, you can get oranges without seeds, but peeling the orange is still a pain in the grass. That is correct. Well, we're going to be talking later about more fruits. But right now, well, isn't that what they said they found the heads in fruit boxes? Maybe right. there were tangerines in there. Brandy's is where you want to take your feet. I'm just, I'm just testing my vocal cord to see if that okay. kind of stuff is helping. I, I think it is. If I wouldn't have had that stuff, you'd be doing the show right now. Oh, boy. And anytime you feel like taking over, just let me know. I, I'm okay. All right. At Brandy's, you'll find all the major brands for your feet, like Florsheim, Echo, Mephisto, Rockport, Hush Puppies, New Balance, all the other big names in all sizes for men and ladies. How are you doing with the ladies? And they even carry wide wits and hard to find sizes. Isn't it amazing how he's dying on the vine across the street? It goes to show you, when you're on a losing team, man, you hear that? I did. When you're on a losing team, Brandy's Shoes is the largest independent shoe retailer in all of South Florida. When you see the great selection and the fantastic value they always offer you at Brandy's, you'll understand why for years I've raved about how good they are, because they are. Go see our good buddy Arnie, and Arnie will make damn sure you get the right fitting shoes for your feet at the right price. And, of course, at Brandy's, the only thing they do is shoes. So you never have to worry about size, selection, or service, because whatever you like, they got it. Brandy Shoes, you'll find them at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach, between Atlantic and Copas on the east side. You can't miss it. Open oh, Monday through Saturday till 9. Sundays till 5. <coughs> oh, God, look at the color of on that one. Oh, my God. It's chewy. Mm. Brindle Brown. It's a great way to shop for Father's Day at Brandy's. Save up to forty bucks a pair on men's Rockport Floor in New Balance and get a free gift with every purchase. Go so get your ass into Brandy's this week or shop for your shoes on their website at brandyshoes.com.
3: This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 I A F
4: I wouldn't believe a word Neil said if his no. tongue was notarized. Absolutely.
0: chevron baghdad most of them are dead baghdad shot Porters in the head baghdad make that oil flow and get that price of gas down low we're giving them a taste of democracy with the cracker barrel and apples an apple peas baghdad the corporate war is one baghdad we only just begun baghdad
4: for Lazarus, you know I'll have
0: a bag of deep-fried kitty to go. Just like the Nazis in World
4: War II There was a whole lot of art for the brass to boost
0: Baghdad Grab everything again, Baghdad They won't be doing that again, Baghdad Hey, if you want two wars Anybody know what the red alert's for? You want some water? Well, now it's ours We'll sell you off for a nominal charge, Baghdad Look at the stock index, Baghdad Iran is gonna be next, Dad. She's God. Daddy's
5: little boy
0: gets anything he wants. Daddy's little
1: boy gets anything he wants. Daddy's little boy gets anything he wants. Anything he wants. Back dad. Bobu Back 10:47 back, back. Back, back. at 560 WQM. We got back, Kim Kimbo Camper at two. Uh, to this afternoon. Two to four. Jim Mandich follows that, and then we got Curtis seven o'clock tonight. Oh, what a blessed relief! No, no not of that today. Well, you're probably under a lot of pressure after that tough uh, opening playoff game last night. I'll be watching the uh, heat game tonight, the one that Curtis was telling us yesterday is going to be on tonight. I'll be watching that. I'll be glued to the screen. Yeah, that was that Curtis told me that. Curtis told you that? What did I just say? Curtis said? Yeah, blame it on him. Nearly 1,400 Iraqi civilians died in a wave of targeted killings in Baghdad last month. 1,400. Ah, eh, you know, who's counting? The figure doesn't include civilians killed in insurgent bombings. Even so, however, the number is the highest monthly death toll in the capital since the war began three years ago. In May 1,398 bodies were brought to the Baghdad morgue. All were killed in attacks. In most cases, <clears throat> the bodies were found strewn across. You know what I got? <clears throat> what do you got? And it runs in my father's family. It's one of the curses, many curses that he uh, left me. Uh, postnasal drip. Oh, yeah, yeah. Know Can well. you relate to that? Oh, absolutely. I hate that. Wouldn't and that, that, and that's why when you're sitting up straight like this, like mm-hmm. I am now, maybe if I lay down on the floor. Oh, you got to lay like, on your stomach so it drains Oh, forward. is that it? Yeah. Or how about, like, on my side? Okay. How about on my... uh... Bractum. All were killed in attacks. In most cases, the bodies were found strewn across the Iraqi capital shot, execution style. Oh, lovely. (laughs) At least 400 of the bodies couldn't be identified. They'll be buried by the government in three weeks if they're not claimed. The number of Iraqis who have died in Baghdad alone, just in that city alone, the first five months of this year, stands at 6,025, or more than 1,200 a month, according to CNN's calculation. And, of course, those are the ones that... They found the whole body. I mean, we got like these right. severed heads and a few heads over, and, that, and that's only in Baghdad. It says if the monthly rate continues, 2006 would exceed last year, with some 10,150 bodies received by the morgue as the deadliest year in the capital since the war began. Now, let me say it again: there is no war. A war yeah. requires two countries participating. There is no war. There was a, there was an invasion and there's an occupation. There is no right. war in Iraq. So again, the media feeding you a pile of crap, pile of cow manure. Absolutely right. no war. There's a civil war. Yeah, well, that one's going on. Today's the 62nd anniversary of D-Day. Any interest? No. Just mention it in passing. No, they're much more interested in 6606. That's Ooh. right. Ooh. <laughs> let's sacrifice a goat. All the getchkis all the time. Okay, let's get back to this. I keep threatening this story. I do. Summer school students learning <laughs> the ins and outs. Oh, uh, I bet they're learning the ins and outs all right. A processing crime scenes got a dose of the real thing this morning. They got a dose. Well, that's what happens when there's too much in and out. You get a dose. When they discovered a dead man during one of their classes. This is yesterday morning. The criminology students from St. Thomas Aquinas High School were at Holiday Park in Fort Lauderdale, taking photos and notes, bagging evidence, quote, unquote. (laughs) (coughs) Oh, man. Do you think maybe the allergies are in this room? You think that's it? No, that couldn't I be. That it. could be. Maybe no, because before the show, I wasn't gagging and puking. be just allergic to QAM. I think that's it. And trying to solve crimes at fake crime scenes set up by their teacher, her name is Sue Messenger. Don't blame the mess. Don't sue the messenger. The students were wandering around the park when they came across a man's body...
0: Oh, my God.
1: ...near a fenced air conditioning unit on the side of War Memorial Auditorium. At first, students began taking photos because they thought it was one of the crime scenes they were assigned to process. I thought our teacher planted it there, said Billy Spritzer, 17, an incoming senior at the high school. What a clown, Billy. But they began to suspect it was a real body and ran to find messenger who recognized the signs of rigor mortis. You know something in all my life that may be one of the very few times I've ever seen that in print? Really? really? Rigor mortis. Have you ever seen that in print? Yeah. Very seldom. Rigor mortis. It doesn't come up a lot, i got to admit. No, it's kind of like our uh, when you, when a book comes out, the QM numbers. <laughs> a student flagged down police... Oh, did you hear that? Oh, that was great. I like this. I like... Ah. Like Eddie Arnold all day today. Yeah. Kind of like Rick Riley used to do. Remember that? Uh-huh. A student flagged down uh, police who turned the scene of the man's death into a real <laughs> crime investigation. Police haven't released any information yet about the man's death, but the amateur detectives on the scene believe it was a homeless man who likely had out of natural causes. Maybe they're going to poke and probe his body a little bit. Kind of like the... Uh, what's your name? The runaway bride. Oh, uh, and what time were you we playing pilot? that real... Uh, the first tape, the real tape? Right after the rapture, right? Oh, yeah, right after 115. He was found laying on a cardboard bed next to the fence, surrounded by many of his belongings. There was no obvious signs of trauma. I guess that's a pretty good sign it was a homeless guy. Cardboard bed surrounded by his belongings. That's usually pretty good evidence. You don't need the Basil Rathbone or Sherlock Holmes to figure that out, do you? No. High school kids. So how, how much better could you do? I guess they hit the jackpot. That's right. You know, when you're in that kind of a class, you're looking for rigor mortis. There's something funny about the way that sounds, you know? Uh huh. Rigor mortis. You know, it's temporary. I didn't know that until. Oh, long. is it? What, what does that mean? That means uh, you. Uh, well, you what, what's the stage after rigor mortis? What does it happen? Rigor loosis. Oh. You, you loosen back up, apparently. You loosen back up. I thought that happens when you die, you loosen up. Right, and you turn into a stiff, and then you loosen again. In fact, I was thinking about that. I don't know. It's, it's gross. You remember we heard about the night that Fat Rich uh, passed to the other side of Pompano Park? Right. Now, if it's true that you lose all your, I don't want to Oh, that. yeah, yeah, let's you don't go there. I, I don't let's not, go I don't there go to want to be there. Oh, boy. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
4: You know, there's a lot of complaining going on about what's going on in Iraq, but I just want to ask you, where would our country be without all the free flow of oil that we've got coming out of there? Not yeah, that's domestic. right. Look at that,
1: Look at that low domestic. price of gas. That's right.
4: Not not to mention the the democratic example that we're setting for the rest of the Arab world.
1: Yeah, good point. Excellent, yeah. Uh WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir.
4: Yeah,
2: Neil?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, Who who was that woman they used to call the hanging judge?
1: Ellen DeGeneres. I mean, Ellen uh, Morphonius.
2: Right. She had a radio program.
1: Yes, that's correct. A hundred years ago.
3: Yeah. must be older than me.
2: The doc, uh, she had a doctor on one day who advocated swallowing that disgusting phlegm. Uh, the logic being that it contained uh, dead germs that would uh, immunize you.
1: Oh, so in other words, I, I keep spitting the phlegm out here. Well, I th- should swallow it. I don't swallow. Don't man. do, don't do that. Why? do listen yeah, well, this guy's you're, you're older than you. Okay. I just want to be puking it later? Oh, I wouldn't mind living as long as he is. He sounds like about 110. No, I know. And then it takes forever to flush First of all, Tony oh. is. I mean, what the hell are you listening to with Judge talking about some uh, phlegm? Really? What does a judge got to do with phlegm? Huh? Right. What does she know about it? Crap. Oh, there's that. Look at that. The, the, the the CNN is obsessed dad. with this yeah. high school What's body thing. They're all over that, like stink on Chris, man. Of course, you can fill in any any Chris you want. I'm not talking about Chris Jones. He's doing a fine job. Do you get that memo? Good for Chris. Which one? Huh? Oh, see now, I, I went by that. Oh, did. So, what about the great job that Chris is doing in our sales department? Good job, oh, by Chris. Number. See, there you go. He doesn't know Chris. Yeah, well, I tried. He doesn't even know Eric Gregg. We got the 1,000 votes licked today. Here, I thought that that stuff was. It actually was helping me because I've been coughing like crazy that Buckley's. Don't, don't ever. You can't get it there anyway. i could probably order it. 851 votes by noon will be over 1,000. Aren't you impressed? That's something. you you almost think we had somebody who's still listening on this show. I know better. Station. Yeah, well, we do know better. We've seen the numbers. Five six seven oh five sixty. So swallow the phlegm, huh? Don't. think that's a nasty. Well, sometimes you do. Well, what do you You mean? You can't help it. Obviously, if you're somewhere, you know. Well, yeah. If I'm in the middle of a sentence, I'm not going to reach over for my hanky here. Right. You know, into the handkerchief. Just have a spittoon in your. Plus, it depends on if it's kind of like thin. Right. Then you swallow. But it's like thick and goopy, man. Get Get it it out. out When and out, spit that baby out. Put your wastebasket right there on your lap and just hock right in it. No, I don't think so. Now is that what I'm? Huh? Just grab a big mug. That would be good. I was reading a thing on, on the Internet about how to get rid of phlegm. Mm-hmm. And you lay in bed. You, you get you get all this steam going, and you lay in bed with your with your neck and head hanging over the edge, and you have somebody pounding on your back. Okay. And it says, be sure to have a cup for the phlegm ready. Yeah, that's thinking, right. Oh, no, just spit it on the floor. Just have a cup ready. I mean, love I have to tell you that, have something ready to spittoon in it. You know the internet's got some interesting information, yeah. and some of it's a lot of crap. But it's, uh, just generally speaking, they put such juvenile garbage on there, like they're right. talking to a bunch of morons. That's and right. You want to know why they do that? Because they are. That's correct. Just like all these schmata heads here that want to, like, uh, you know, we. Uh, and oh, you do understand that the three tons of ammonium nitrate that they thought they were buying, uh-huh. it was a sting. There, there was no ammonium nitrate. <laughs> it was like it was like cotton or something in those bags. Oh, oh. cotton batten. Uh mm-hmm. huh. Oh, and there's one for the poll, Joseph Cotton. <laughs> Who? See that? Get out of here! You <laughs> love Joseph Cotton. Don't be. Yeah. You're starting to get like Josh Cordes oh, now. I'm just funning you. No matter what name you pick out, next eh? next I'll be mentioned like Francis O'Hare, and you'll say, "Who was he? An umpire? He could sure drive one man. I'll tell you that." Bucky Dale in the fourth race by ten. You know I've been telling you for years. I'm, I'm going to start throwing all those names again, and you're <laughs> going to get all confused. I am. Donnie Hall. You know Donnie Hall drove at Pompano Park until he couldn't see anymore. Love his cop traps. I got some of the other rumors, as a matter of fact. sucrose free right here. I'm glad you we're mentioned free. that. During the break, I'm going to go suck on some of those. You got hauls right now? Right not no, Oh, that, yeah. and speaking of Sorbitol, yeah. I don't know how the hell I accidentally came across an article yesterday. It had, it had, I was looking up uh, phlegm and stuff, and uh, I was looking up that cough syrup that I'm taking, and it, it had a thing on Sorbitol, and I clicked the link on it, and it said wild diarrhea. And I thought, yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, wild diarrhea. <laughs> Right. You got especially if you've got a little touch of IBS, don't touch it. For years, I've been telling you to call 1-800-MATTRESS whenever you need to bed. When the old mattress is lumpy and soiled and bumpy and obscene, they can deliver it within a two-hour window. They have knowledgeable bedding consultants and lots more. And if you thought dialing 1-800-MATTRESS on the phone was easy, check out their website, mattress.com. Shop on the web anytime, day or night, with product details, prices, and photos. You can check out online or call to place your order and schedule delivery. Get factory uh, direct prices lower than the chain stores, even during the chain stores' so-called big sales. Plus, you get 12 months financing, too. What's not to like? Dollar Mattress has the complete line of all the top names in the mattress business. Sealy, Serta, King Coil, Simmons, Tempur-Pedic Stearns, and Foster Hewitt. Dollar Mattress has the complete line of all the top names in the mattress business. Sealy, Serta. King Coyle, Simmons, Temper Peter Stearns, and Foster Hewitt. When you call one 800 Matthews, you get low prices on the best brands. Speaking of Foster Hewitt, will somebody give Bob Cole and Harry Neal a compass and a road map? Generally, when the referee puts his arm up in the air, it means there's a penalty. Oh, God, are they lost. Donald Mattress is ranked number one in customer satisfaction. and Everybody at QM, including yours, truly loves the service they've gotten. Believe me, I've used them for years, and you'll love the easiest piece of shopping you'll ever do in your life. Just make that one easy call. They'll be there in no time knocking on your dough. Call 1-800-MATTRESS, M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Leave off the last S because it stands for stupendous, sensational savings.
3: This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM.
2: This is the Neil Rogers Show.
3: This is your brain. <laughs> Any questions? My religion's better than your religion.
0: Ah. My religion's better than yours. Oh. My beliefs are what you require to avoid a lake of fire. My religion's better than yours. All right. My religion's better than your religion. My religion's better than yours. My religion advocates bilious and racial hate. My religion's better than yours. My religion's better than your religion. My religion's better than yours. What we like about it best, I fondle boys and wear a dress. My religion's better than yours. My religion better than your religion. religion. My religion is better than yours. For women, drive a cab to make a
6: living.
0: My religion's
3: better than yours.
6: My religion's better than yours.
3: My religion's better than yours. Chupa, Spooky Ghost. We slaughter pigs and dogs and goats. My religion's better than yours. My religion's
0: better than than yours. My religion's better than yours. Uh, yeah. We will be these empty tales and and never ever pay retail. My religion's better than yours. My religion's better than your religion. religion. My religion's better than yours. We knock on doors to bother you like
5: over You are you. My religion's better than yours. My religion's better than your religion. 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 My religion's better than yours. We wear ties and ride our bikes and get to marry lots of wives. My religion's better than yours. My religion's better than your religion.
0: My religion's better than yours. Hail God! We don't want to use our brains. We're mindless living, God, race. My religion's better
1: than yours. You fairy! It's 1104 at 560. Do you know where your children are now? They're probably at church. No, not mine. Oh, yeah, they are. Mine They're sacrificing goats and chickens. 666. Six, six. They're sacrificing chickens and animals. Dancing the around bonfire Next those blood the bonfire with and the big crucifix. You know, I told you I, I saw the original omen was on my cable. All, right. all the old omens are making a rounds again over the weekend. And, and there's a scene in there, you know, the priest that keeps trying to warn Gregory Peck that his son is the Antichrist. Right. And, uh, you know, protect his wife and but beep bada boop And he's talking about, you know, you have to accept Jesus. And... and it's one of those things where somebody actually articulates something that even a heathen like me knows what it's all about. Like, you know, you have to drink the blood of Christ and, and eat the body of Christ. And oh, the yeah. Way, the way he says it, you know, it's one thing knowing about the wine and the wafers and all this other crap, which is more mumbo jumbo oh, and hocus pocus, which the Catholic Church has got everybody beat on that stuff. Mm-hmm. But when he actually, you know, I start thinking about Phil Henry and Mackinon Jesus again. You know? Right. We were Mackinac Jesus. You understand that with all of the other. Religions except I mean, for the how, Catholics. How, how sick and grotesque can you get, right. you know, eating well. Jesus' body? With the Catholics, they don't believe that it's symbolic. They really believe that they're eating blood and flesh and that the priest has the magical power to turn that stuff into that. Wow. Yeah. Well, the Protestants, it's just symbolism, but not for the Catholics. That's Well, maybe, maybe that's what those altar boys are doing for the priest. Mackinac Jesus? Well, he's Mackinac. Well, anyway. <laughs> Mackinac on the knife? Mackinac Island. Holy Mackinac.
0: 869
1: <laughs> votes on the poll, we'll be at 1,000 by noon. Didn't I tell you that? Easy. Easy. What? None. Holy Mackinac. There is yeah, a Mackinac yeah, Island. Yeah. It's like right off the uh, the Straits of Mackinac. <clears throat> <clears throat> Nobody there is straight. They're mostly gay. I see. Who is your favorite dead actor or actress? I'm amazed that we don't have more... Well, of course, we're not taking that many calls, and rightfully so. They're busy talking about phlegm. <laughs> mm. Oh. What? Nothing. That's... Oh, so anyway, yeah. I went in the other room. I got my fisherman's friend. Oh, good. Sucrose free, of course. Yes. Cherry sucrose free. And these do not have, I don't think they have, they have no um, Maldicol, sorbitol, none at all. No, they got menthol. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And uh, I don't see any other ingredients on here. I wow. see a lot of French words on here. Well, uh, don't they have to, oh, it contains phenylalanine. Fetal what? Phenylalanine. Oh. There are people allergic to that, so they have to put it on the label, so if you die. Um, look at where this is made, fisherman's friend. Loft House of Fleetwood Limited, Fleetwood, Lancashire, England. I bet huh. you never knew that. No. Yeah, they sell this crap all over the world. Of course, they sell all crap all over the world. You know, all the American companies? hmm They sell all their crap all over the world. Because the world is a business, Mr. Beale. But it doesn't say anything about any other ingredients on any ingredients? <laughs> huh? it. Ingredients? Huh? you got to admit this. This is a unique show, a eunuch show. I sound like a eunuch. I sound a little bit a like... Uh, not too much, a little like that. On a memorable day? Maybe you're possessed by the devil in honor of that could be 666. It. Maybe I need a good exorcism will work Maybe out. that's Pazuzu trying to get out your throat. Yeah, or maybe it's Beelzebub, you think? That the power of Christ compels you! No. The
0: power of Christ compels you! No. The power of Christ compels you! No. The power of Christ compels you! No. Christ compels you. No. Christ compels you.
1: No. Poor Father Merrin. Clean off those glasses, Father. We still like Linda Blair a lot, I'll tell you that right now. I don't care what anybody says. Even if you hold the Rick Springfield thing against her. Well, I mean, it wasn't going to be me anyway, so he's fine. Might as well be him. At least, I'll tell you one thing, hmm. he wrote his own music, even though you hated it. And number two, he uh, played guitar as good as uh, they come, they said. He was a great guitarist. That's what they said. Just just because I didn't like his songs, that doesn't mean that I didn't like him. I I like him fine. I thought he was a fine man. And now he's old and grotesque. Right. Who is your favorite uh, dead actor actress? Well, these people are beyond rigor mortis, I guess we could say, huh? Marlon Brando, 162. Carol O'Connor, 128. Now, let's see. I'm, I'm trying to think of the common factors. You're like Eric Gregg, the dead umpire. He was huge. He weighed almost 400 pounds at one point. Fat. Marlon Brando, huge. Right. Fat. Gigantic. Carol O'Connor, fat. Fat. John Wayne, now the Duke wasn't fat. No. He had 90 votes. But he did have, didn't they say they had like 40 pounds of human excrement impacted in his colon at the time? Of the Cuba conundrum. Anderson Cooper. Like, what the, the hell was that? Oh, Radio Mambi. Ever... All the stories now on the CNN. First, they, they started off this hour again with that uh, St. Thomas Aquinas story in the body. They're obsessed with that. Search of
0: freedom in America. And now they showed so a bunch welcome, of uh, Cuban,
1: Cuban guys on the beach. They're any naked any almost. Really. Old. I think this guy's going to windsurf you know in America. Well, we don't want this guy. We want those other guys.
0: This guy can life. go back where he came from. Windsurf's semi professional. No, get him life. out of
1: our way. We don't want no more ugly people. Uh, Jimmy Stewart, 87. Well, he wasn't fat. He was just very old. George C. Scott, 59. Not fat. Gregory Peck, also not fat. 56. Guess who else died? Whoa, fat. Who? Whoa, fat. From Did Hawaii. You really? wouldn't know. From Hawaii. If I always would know that is. That. Jack Lord, he's dead. Yeah. William Holden, forty-two, right? Benet, Brian. Isn't that interesting? Gregory Peck was in the original Omen, mm-hmm. and you know who was in Omen Two? William Holden, right? Played his brother. His brother who took over and uh, inherited Damien. Mm-hmm. Look at all these, they're wearing, like those nasty, like was, little thong European uh, 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 bikinis. Are you want yeah, to see an end? Yeah, yeah. There's that, that, that chick on Arion you Your
0: radio favorite talk show host, Ninoshka Perez. Oh, Nanoska Perez. Different rules for Cuban. Sounds
1: like a commie to me. Marilyn Monroe, 39. Jimmy Cagney, 33. Betty Davis, 26. Basil Rathbone, 25. Now, if there's anybody who wasn't fat. Sir Lawrence Olivier, 18. He was not only not fat, but he was gay. In fact, wasn't it Was it Danny Kay was supposed to be his uh, buddy? That's what I heard. Danny she... Kaye rhymes with anyway. gay. Uh, gay. I, think so. yeah. I I get those all confused. Did we ever put Cary Grant on there? No, we did not. Why not? I don't think Josh likes him. What is wrong with you, man? Cary Grant. Do you know who that is, even? Some baseball umpire, right? Do you know who Cary Grant is? He's, the, he's adding it right now. He's, uh, he's over there. away. I'm asking, does party. he know who he is? Come on, Josh, answer the question. Uh, an actor? Is that right? Yeah. Spencer Tracy, 17. I'm, I'm ignoring you. <laughs> Raymond Burr, 17. Grace Kelly, 16. Orson Welles, 11, talking about fat. Peter Finch, 10. Now, do you know the story of what happened to Peter Finch? Are you aware of this? No. no. That he was nominated for the Oscar for our network, and he was attending some kind of a Hollywood function there, and he was staying at some hotel. And you know, on the way between rushing from the hotel to wherever this uh, banquet was to receive this honor, he uh, had a heart attack. <coughs> and guess what happened after that? He died. That's it. I did not know that. What a shame. Well, I you just knew it, Peter Finch. And, of course, he was a great actor long before that. Do you ever see Sunday Bloody Sunday? It's kind of... Uh, gay. It's very gay. Oh, you ever see know. that? No. Good movie, Sunday Bloody Sunday. He was a great actor, Peter Finch. Yes, he was. But nobody remembers, in, in this country, or in your country, anyway, nobody remembers that. They'll just remember I'm as
4: as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Oh!
1: Howard Beale. Right. One of the great acting performances of all time. Uh, where the hell is he on here? Where did I leave off? Marilyn Monroe, 39. Jimmy Cagney, 30. I, I did these, didn't I? Basil Rathbone, 25. Lawrence mm-hmm. Olivier, 18. Spencer Tracy, 17. I did these. Peter Finch, 10. That's where I left off. John Belushi, 8. He just went on there. Joe Crawford, 8. But not too much. She had those big shoulder pads. What a dyke. Tony Perkins ate. Speaking of gay, did he eat at Perkins? Pancake House. Probably not enough, though. He was also scrawny. John Candy, five. There's a guy that ate a couple of meals. Sterling Hayden, four. He played the McCloskey, the Godfather. He had his last dinner at uh, Louise in the Bronx. Tried that veal. It was the best in the city. Uh, Jack Lemmon, three. How come we didn't talk about Jack Lemmon? Huh? I, I forgot. came in during the break, so I just had Josh at it. Oh. Just a one line on the fact. Now, what's the line we got in here? We have uh, a few. No, the one that Jack Lemon says. I'm telling you, we have a few. That you always say somebody else says it. Oh, oh, the push the button, Max. Yeah. yeah. It's Keenan Wynn. It is not Keenan Wynn. You <laughs> <laughs> idiot. Push the button, Max. See, you can even tell it's Jack Lemon. Even Josh would have known He's that. He's putting a voice on. Audrey Hepburn three, and VanCourney. Add bankrupt to and Kerry Grant just went up there hit none. His real name was like Percy Sledge or something. carry Grant, Learn, do a Google on him on IMDb and see what his real name was. He had like a girly name. He was a great actor though, and I, I promise you that if they ever make that available again, North by Northwest, I will send you a copy. But I, I, I can't find it. I ordered it for you. No, I don't got it. I appreciate it. I said send it to George. i said I don't wanna. It'll don't always wanna. be there. It'll just be hanging out there. Yeah. For to watch. North by Northwest, good movie. And who else is in it? even Marie Saint from On the Waterfront. Right. Remember even Marie Saint? I sure do pretty good finally in all respects 14 past 11 a qam finally a tv experience like no other comcast digital cable with on demand is easy to use unless you take viewer control to a whole new level with comcast on demand tv is on your terms because you can choose a show on your schedule and pause possibly rewind whenever you want and for a limited time you can get connected to comcast digital cable and hbo on demand for just $34.99 a month for your first three months Why is TV so much better when you have on demand? For starters, you can watch over 3,000 free movies and shows whenever you want. It's a revolutionary way to enjoy TV. On demand is ready to start when you say so, with programming including free movies, kids' shows, music videos, cooking shows, sports, home improvement shows, guitar lessons, and so much more. All All of these things. You'll always have something good to watch right when you want to watch it. You sure can't get all of these things with satellite, so dish that dish today. And get big savings up to $515 plus On Demand so you can go to your own TV schedule. Best of all, On Demand is free with Comcast Digital Cable. So pick your showtime, sit back, and you wonder how I managed to live without it. Call today and order Comcast Digital Cable and HBO with the power of On Demand for just $34.99 a month for your first three months. Indeed, call 305-COMCAST and in... Wow. 954 Comcast. Call today for full details. Certain restrictions apply.
3: This is Neil Rogers. Rock solid. This is 560 QAM. QAM and the The Florida Marlins you Scratch off Saturdays. The Marlins will be handing out scratch off cards at every Saturday home game for your chance to win. An
0: authentic opening day 2006 lineup card.
3: By Joe There are 100 instant winners, so keep listening to QAM for your chance to win Marlins tickets and scratch-off cards. One instant winner could be you. Scratch-off Saturdays from the Marlins and 560 QAM. Neil Rogers. Ah. In the 50s, Robert Young made people laugh in Father Knows Best. Now, this great series is back, starring a few Catholic priests who like it young, in the return of Father Knows Best.
0: Step into the confessional, Billy. I don't know, Father. This makes the 47th time I've been in there this week. Oh,
3: Billy, you want to be a good Catholic, don't you?
0: Yeah, but does everybody get a spanking?
3: (laughs) Father Knows Best. It's the Vatican's best-kept secret. And you've got a private seat for all the fun. Just enter. The rectory from the rear.
0: All right, Billy boy, it's time for your flute lesson. But, Father, your flute has only one hole and it doesn't make any noise. Oh,
3: it will, Billy. It will. (laughs) Father knows best. Once you've seen this new sitcom, you'll wonder why you've never heard about it.
0: Let me introduce you to St. Peter.
3: Father knows best. Going to church may not seem very entertaining, but there really is something
1: funny going on here. All the Getskis all the time, baby. Eat the body of Christ and drink the blood of Christ and uh, all these sick, twisted, horrendous things. And all, You know, all you kids out there, your parents lie to you because they, their parents lie to them. You know, It's not that their parents are evil, although they might be. Don't leave out the uh, self-flagellation. Oh, yeah, that too. By the way, oh, yeah, uh, I forgot about that thing you put around your waist that's got all the hooks in it. That's right. I beg your pardon? I was just going to say Archibald Alexander Leach. Leach. Uh, Cary Grant's real I already looked it up. Yeah, no, I, known that. It. I remember that. Oh, it's catching. you hear that? Yeah. yeah. Holy moly, man. And, and you want to know why? It's contagious. It's 666. Six, six. You're getting a six 666. Six. That's the first signal, man, that the world is coming to an end when your voice starts uh-huh. talking like that. When you start talking like, <laughs> like that. We should know in a long time. I think we caught it from it. And you notice he scratched off his schedule today. You know where he is? No. Nope. He's in Shul. He's got the big Talos on, the Peas, the Tefillin, the Tzitzis. That's why Mo liked working with you. He said Gildy had neat titses. That's what I heard. Did we put Anne Bancroft down there? I guess we did, didn't we? Just want to make sure. Love Anne Bancroft. Mm-hmm. She not only was in Fatso, do you know that she wrote it? That did you did. know that? I did. Oh, I'm um, glad. Did, did Josh ever see Fatso? No, I didn't. Oh, now you'd like that. You Don't sure you about that? I you think he might. like that? I think he might. I think, oh, well, wait, we'll put it down on the list like it better than Rear Window, I'll tell you that. Probably. Right. Although, you know, since you've never been, like, roly-poly fat. Although, Georgia, I don't know. Were you like ever it. roly-poly fat? Me? No, but I no. started to get fat. Not see, roly-poly her. fat. Plus, you had all those fat friends who died. I had to cut the crap, though. I could see I was well on my way. <laughs> yeah. Fat people make me laugh, though. That, uh... Really? Well, Anybody in mind in particular?
7: No, not really. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Police said yesterday that more arrests are likely in that alleged plot to bomb buildings in Canada. While intelligence officers saw ties between the 17 suspects and Islamic terror cells in the U.S. and five other nations. Do you know what the five other nations are? No. no. Britain. Okay. Bangladesh. Okay. Bosnia, Denmark, and Sweden. Sweden? The old, the old Swedes, yeah. What the hell they ever do to anybody? I don't know. The Parliament of Canada in Ottawa is believed to be among targets the group discussed. Toronto Mayor David Miller said CN Tower, downtown landmark. And the city subway were not targets, as had been speculated in the local media, but declined to identify sites that were. Well, how do you like that? The CSIS building downtown, they said, was one of them. CSIS. A Muslim prayer leader who knew the oldest suspect, the oldest, Getchki, 43-year-old Kayum Abdul-Jamal. I wonder if he's kin to Karim Abdul-Jamal. Aren't they all kin? Told the Associated Press yesterday that Jamal's sermons at a storefront mosque were filled with hate against Canada. How can you hate Canada? Jesus, God. Oh. And so that's like ha- hating uh, Denmark. Well, that's right. They got those cartoons. You know, they had a panel discussion on CBC, and one guy made a really good point. He said nobody ever was, like, rioting and starting uh, fires and burning British flags when Monty Python made uh, Life of Brian, Right. right? which is a hell of a lot longer and more sacrilegious than those few stupid cartoons in some obscure Danish newspaper. He also made another good point. He says there aren't too many Middle Eastern countries where you find Danish newspapers laying around, but nevertheless. Authorities said more arrests were expected possibly this week. As police pursue leads about a group they say was inspired by a violent ideology of the Al-Qaeda terror network. Bunch of punks. Bunch of schmata heads. Mm-hmm. Bunch of lunatics. Just kill them all, man. Kill all the lunatics. You want to mess with us? But I mean, that's it. No trial. Unfortunately. Just get rid the of them. Lunatics huh? are to kill all of us. Not exactly. We get them before they get us. That's, that's the idea. All there would be a terrorist out there. In fact, anybody that looks like a terrorist, blow them away. Well, i tell you one thing. There would be a lot of open space here if you blew away everybody that looks like a terrorist. Oh, the Indonesia volcano is erupting. I forgot to mention that. All, all kinds of things. And you want to know why? What day is it again today? Right. right. The end of the world. 666, six, six, baby. The end of the world. That's one of the first signs. Where's that story now? Uh, here it is. 11,000 people were evacuated. Don't waste your time. It's the end of the world anyway. The Indonesian officials evacuated 11,000 villagers from around Mount Merapi volcano as lava and superheated clouds of gas poured repeatedly down on its upper s- slopes, officials said today. Oh, yeah, there's a story about that a-hole Fred Phelps, sued by a Marine killed in Iraq, father of the Marine. Good. I got that story coming up. A little lunatic. And his yeah. daughter. And his whole family. Uh, oh, look at that. God hates America. Look at that. See what I mean about the Getschis, man? Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's the same thing with this Bush thing, and even the Republicans are saying, boy, who the hell are you kidding? Political desperation with this anti-gay marriage, which has got no chance of passing. None. Even many of the moderate Republicans are going to vote against it. There's no way they're going to get like 60. It's got to get two-thirds. No no chain, not even close. And Bush's friends say he doesn't even really care about the issue. It's not anything he really cares about. But the, you know, James Dobson and all the other good religionists on the far right, they're, uh, you know, they're, they're beating the drum on us. If you want us to come out and vote in November, you better start living up to what you promised, you know, all the good hate. And when they finish with the... G- anti-gay marriage amendment, then the next one after that, good old Bill Fist is going to introduce the anti-flag-burning amendment. Now oh yeah. we're talking. Oh, oh yeah. That'll we'll solve all our problems. These are the things the public is really whipped up about. Not. In fact, your boy Lou Dobbs last night took a poll on CNN, the issues that people care about most. And, of course, it was Iraq and illegal immigration and stuff like that. You know, economy, jobs. One percent said gay marriages. Yeah. One percent out of the 80 trillion votes that they got on CNN. Got a bunch of stories on 666. Even schools that are in session have security up today. They're running around poking dead bodies. You don't no, no, you I... see the way all these things fit together. Never. It's not a holiday. Because the Lord works in mysterious ways, man. And when you look up in the sky at about 115, you're going to see the sign. The sign of the beast. Was the beast there this morning? Yes, he was. What I tell he you? it he still is.
0: This is the beast, a
7: fat Jew.
1: Hmm. 26 past 11 at 560 WQAM. We got Kim Bo Camper at 2 this afternoon as the revolving dough from 2 to 4 continues.
3: This is Neil Rogers. This is 560
0: QAM. Neil God. New from Ringo Records. Sing his baby, sing Simon and Garfunkel. I am going to rip out your head. Life can't re-blown
3: Satan's baby sings Simon and Garfunkel
0: Amelia, oh, she, she, she died in her plane She
3: crashed into the ocean. Ah, it's Satan's baby See Simon and Garfunkel in stores now from right.
1: It's 1131 from a Ron about it. I think he's the Antichrist, don't you? <clears throat> absolutely Oh, I mean, uh, absolutely I think when you crank up your Vegematic I think Ron Popiel's head pops out of it And then the good part of it is it slices it right off That's where you get that severed head Is Tuesday's date 666 merely a curious number Or could it mean our number is up? Oh my God There's a devilishly odd nexus of theology, mathematics, and commercialism on the sixth day of the sixth month of the sixth year. It may just be the sixth year of this millennium, but insisting on calling it 2006 takes the devil-may-care fun out of calendar-gazing. Something about the number 666 brings out the worry, the hope, and even the humor in people, said Reverend Felix Just, or is that Joost? Remember Eddie Joost? No. A professor of theology at the University of San Francisco, third base, Washington Senators. A Jesuit priest just has taught both apocalyptic theory and mathematics and maintains... Oh, I think the two of those go hand-in-hand, don't they? Right. Right. And maintains a 666 Numbers of the Beast website that contains history, theology, math, and precisely 66 one-line jokes about 666. Isn't that cute? That's... You can even make sport of it betting online whether the apocalypse will happen on that date. The good news is that one online odds maker has made a, uh, the world a hundred thousand to one favorite to survive today, something that just said is supported by theology. We're going to make it through the day. Isn't that great? Ah. Many people avoid the number. They're afraid of it almost, and there's absolutely no reason to be afraid of it. He said it's not a prediction of future events. It is not supposed to be taken as a timetable for when the world is going to end. What, what, what does that mean when the world is going to end? What, 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 when you stop, come yeah. right now, what, what does that mean? Well, oh, you know, it's going to end someday. It's going to end? You mean like when the sun burns out? That's Well, the sun's going to expand and burn everything up. Yeah. Oh, is that what's going to happen? It won't happen all of a sudden, I thought though. the stars die out. You'll be able to see it coming. That's how it dies out. Oh. That's and how they're going, going, going to say, it burns. That's is that what's right. going to happen? We'll be dead by then. i get some extra suntan lotion for that day. Call up Pat Robertson yeah. and let us know what day it is. SPF30. In fact, maybe uh, Rumsfeld's got some stock in that. It all started with Revelation thirteen eighteen in the Bible, the good book. This calls for wisdom. Let whom who has understanding reckon the number of the beast, for it is a human number. Its number is six hundred and sixty six. The number of the beast. Oh, that's his weight. The beast. The beast is also known as the Antichrist, according to some apocalyptic. Why can't I say that? Apocalyptic theories. Many scholars, such as Joss, say the beast is really a coded reference using Hebrew letters for numbers. For the despotic Roman Emperor Nero, and 616 appears instead of 666 in some ancient manuscripts. Wouldn't that be a bitch if we got the wrong number? Uh-oh. Oh, my God. How are you going to dial in that? The book of Revelation isn't prophesizing a specific end of times, but is about the overall cosmic struggle of good versus evil, he said. Oh. I bet you the devil's got his fine finger in it, maybe even his tail, and maybe sure. even a couple of them horns. Mm-hmm. But for some more apocalyptic the- theologians, the end of times is coming, even if not specifically today. The Evangelical RaptureReady.com website puts its Rapture Index at 156, calling that fasten your seatbelts time. Fasten your seatbelts, folks. The end is coming. It's not the date June 6th that's worrisome, but the signs in our society of the approach of the uh, 666 Antichrist, said the insane Reverend Tim LaHaye, founder of the self name ministry and co-author of best-selling Left Behind series of apocalyptic novels. He's a crazy person. Just like, uh, what's his name? James Dobson. Uh Like that and Reverend James Kennedy. (laughs) And even though LaHaye said uh, today isn't the date of the apocalypse, his Left Behind website promotes his new book, The Rapture, with an ominous 060606, Will You Be Ready? Well, it's too late to buy it now, I would think, wouldn't you? Unless you're going to read fast. Right. right. So don't buy it. I don't think that people understand that 666 is not a good time, LaHaye said. He said he sees signs of an upcoming tribulation period that leads to the Antichrist arrival and a movement toward one world government, a single economic system, and a single religion. Who's going to be the head of that, I wonder? Oh, God! Apocalyptic culture and theology, especially those surrounding 666, is especially appealing for people in an underdog situation, said used. Now they tell you how to pronounce it. Midway through the story, it says, pronounce used. Uh, what I tell you is, so far, people have looked for and found 666 in all sorts of places. Believers in the, powers number have, in the number's power have used biblical letter numeric code to convert names of countless political leaders, including many popes to come out 666, marking them as the generation's antichrist. That includes Franklin Delano Roosevelt, John F. Kennedy, Ronald Reagan, and Bill Clinton. It's a number that the Reagans didn't want as an address when they moved out of the White House in 89 to the L.A. neighborhood of Bel Air. So they changed their address from 666 St. Cloud Road to 668. Not that they were superstitious or that Nancy did all those psychic crap, you know. Mm -hmm. In 1980... A TV host and others rigged the number 66 to come up in a Pennsylvania lottery drawing. It's a number that's part of every UPC barcode on groceries. A coincidence, according to the code's inventor. Uh Uh Uh-oh. Did you know that? That's the mark of the beast. Oh, my God. I wouldn't be surprised if the beast is right inside your box of Cheerios, man. With biblical coding, 666 is also the number for the WWW of the World Wide Web. Whew. Whew. The math of 666 is also open to biblical interpretation and manipulation. Hughes points out that 666 is the sum of all the numbers on a roulette wheel. Do you know that? No, I didn't. Other oddities include variations on pi and products of prime number multiplication. There's also something special about the number 6, which in the Bible stands for man, said Brian C. Jones, a religion professor at Wartburg College in Iowa. People need to lighten like up about this, Jones said. You know that Tuesday has a more neutral reputation than other days, like the dreaded Monday or bad luck. Friday the 13th.
0: Oh, my God.
1: But this Tuesday is a day to cash in on the number associated with the apocalypse. It will mark the debut for the remake of the classic 70s horror film The Omen, the publication of LaHaye's new Left Behind book, and an Ann Coulter polemic called Godless, the Church of Liberalism. That pitch. And for truly cashing in, uh, there's the nonsectarian online sports book, BetUS.com, which gives Earth a better than sporting chance. At 100,001 odds, if you bet the maximum 500 bucks the world will survive, and it does, you win half a penny. If you bet 100 bucks the accomplishes, and it does, you're in a cool 10 million. But the problem is, who are you going to collect it from, and what are you going to do with it? Wouldn't that be something? You win 10 million bucks for Oh, it's the end of the world. You're dead. Yeah. Still scared about the date 66? Guess who has a piece of advice? I'll give you a clue. You fairy. Jack Horkheimer of the Miami Space Transit Planetarium has a piece of advice. If it really spooks you, you can stand on your head. and It'll be nine ninety nine. Wouldn't be the first time, Jack. That's what I heard. You know Miss Horkheimer. I don't know her. She used to be a guest on my show. <coughs> so she's tried. out of this world. Anyway, we're getting close to that thousand votes on the poll, or what? I might sneak a few calls in here between now and two. You're going to be doing the show from now till midnight. Till midnight? Yeah, till they kick you out. Nine thirty. Oh my God. Nine hundred thirty vote. We'll be closing in on a thousand by noon. Didn't I say that before? Told you. WQIM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? I'm doing okay, considering.
4: Yeah, right. Um, listen, I'm up in Ocala now. I uh, left about a year ago.
1: Yeah.
4: Uh, down there, and don't miss it at all.
1: Um, but
4: the uh, problem up here is there's a church every five feet.
1: Uh-huh. And, uh, and, and, probably, st- and probably a bar right across the street from it.
4: Oh, you know that.
1: Yeah.
7: Uh, you know that. Um,
1: I do know that. <laughs> and... uh the thing is, I had
6: these uh, Jehovah Witnesses come over here about a month ago. Yeah.
7: And I told them I'm an atheist
4: and get on out of here. You're barking up the wrong tree. Mm-hmm. And boy, they just w- wouldn't leave. And then they ended up coming back and coming back again. Really. And uh, I had to tell them my uh, Jesus jokes. You know how? Uh, okay, good. Know, I'm glad
1: they. To... I hope they enjoyed it. Let me tell you the the best remedy for those Jehovah's Witnesses when they knock on your door. They'll never yeah. come back. Mace, taser, stun gun, gun. Oh, no. Garden hose. No. This is the most permanent solution. They'll never come back. Don't come knocking on my door peddling your religious crap, okay? And that includes my neighbors, by the way. Stay the hell away with your mumbo-jumbo, okay? I do like some chicken gumbo. Or some jambalaya. What what is jambalaya? I know it's a New thing. What what is right? It? It's like rice with a whole bunch of stuff in it. Like oh, it's sauces, got like oh, it's got like all that Cajun stuff in that fish, and uh, I assume it's Cajun. Ooh, no, not, yeah. it it's not bad at all. Really? Yeah. Jambalaya. Don't, don't we have a song like that? Uh, Three Dog Night. No, I don't mean that. I'm talking about. Do we have it? No, oh. I thought there was a bit on it. What's the one I'm thinking about? I don't know. Oh, I know the one.
5: Aruba, Aruba, on the TV chuba, Aruba, Aruba.
1: That's as close as we get. I wonder if they eat jambalaya in Aruba. I know they eat chicken in Aruba. They chicks in Aruba. Well, the sharks do. Anyway. Look at that. The government and tuna industry don't support the recommendation to do what? The tuna
0: trade group says the tuna benefits trade. of seafood outweigh any risk from trace amounts of mercury. Oh,
1: mercury. Don't worry about that. I, 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 listen, forget about mercury. I keep a lot more. I keep my eye on Uranus. Huh? Right. Don't you think? There's no question. And one thing you better not ever do, and that's get Mercury in Uranus.
3: This is Neil Rogers. So. This is 560 QAM.
0: This is the most disgusting program. Absolutely. I urge everyone to complain to this station. New from Renko Records. Satan's BBC Billy Joel. Your is <laughs> I don't want you near me. What's the matter with the chainsaw? that <laughs> do well, I have to take them off and make you bleed? Satan's baby sing Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> I can set your house on fire. <laughs> it's Satan's baby sing Billy Joel. It's doors now from Briscoe.
1: They ought to set Billy Joel on fire. Sounds like a plan to me. 11.45 at QAM. <clears throat> what am I going to do to get rid of this phlegm? I thought that that other stuff. Maybe I could get a uh, expectorant. Tea, tea bag. Expect it? Hot tea. Hot tea will do it. Yeah, I don't think. Make so. it with the tea bag. I'm tired of that. I got it. <clears throat> <clears throat> I got that herb tea, you know. hmm You know the herb part, right? Carroll County, Maryland. Today, June 6, thousand six, is the day some believe represents the symbol of evil. <clears throat> maybe that's what's wrong with me. Maybe, maybe I like have been. My body's been taken over I'm by a demon. You're possessed. Like Re- Reagan, Reagan, mm-hmm. by Pazuzu. And several local jurisdictions plan to increase police patrols at high schools as rumors of columbine style attacks fly across the Internet. See, when you're dealing with crazy punk kids, all they need is just the slightest excuse. Oh, you it's know, sure. 666, okay, let's kill a bunch sure, of people. Please, you know, like, stuff like, like that. Like the riots or anything like that. Right, just like this crap here with these 17 ragheads, you know. Rumors of a mass killing planned for today at Liberty High School in Eldersburg, Maryland, began three weeks ago, resulting in police presence in each of Carroll County's seven high schools said Superintendent Charles Ecker. We've taken every rumor, every accusation, every allegation seriously, he'd be saying. We have our teachers and administrators on the lookout for anything, no matter how trivial. In other words, when in doubt, overreact. Liberty Principal Florence Oliver said the rumors are baseless, Uh. but the school recently suspended a juvenile male student at Liberty for 10 days, saying he was going to bring a gun to school on June 6th. Maybe for, like, self-defense, you think? Maybe. He made this statement more than once, she said. Serious threats of violence call for 10-day suspension. Oliver said she's allowed any students concerned about the incidents to stay home today. And already a few parents have said they don't want their children to attend. Anne Arendelle County police officer said they plan to heighten patrols of local high schools, while Baltimore County said it's aware of the threats and will monitor them. We're monitoring the situation. Howard County said its School Resource Officers have not heard the same threats and plan for business as usual. Carroll School officials said the specter of the 99 killings at Columbine High School in Colorado, which most Americans don't give a crap about, by the way, carried out by two outcast students have made them take any rumors of violence among students more seriously. Somebody says, I'm going to shoot somebody 10 years ago. We wouldn't have thought about it, Eckers says. Rumors about the date June 6, 2006, marking a day of evil and mass killings, have spread throughout the country. As far west as California and as far north as Rhode Island, school and police authorities have cited rumors about a tax plan for today. This is not particular to this school, Oliver said. It's a national thing. It is truly happening all across the country. Well, you don't have to worry about it there. Because the kids are out of school, right? Even in Dade, are they? Right. Well, good. See, you don't have to worry about 666. Unless, of course, your kid might be the Antichrist. In that case, he's probably going to do his evil thing right there in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you think? There's no doubt that. 5670560, pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. Kimbo Camper at t- uh, 2 talking about, yeah. and then probably a little. Yeah. WQAM. hello. QAM.
2: Yeah, I'd like to speak with uh, Hank. Oh, Hank. Hank? I'd like to speak with Neil. I'm Neil. Neil, Neil. Hank's Neil.
1: in New York, man. He's gone. Hey,
2: Neil, how you doing today? Okay. Hey, listen, I'm. Who controls the, the the sound effects? Is that you or George? Because during that Ford commercial when you hit the OI, I was drinking some juice that almost went across my windscreen. That in was one hilarious.
1: spot. It was a, that was for the oh, the forward. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, that's me. That's me. I'll take
1: all the blame for that.
2: There you go. Listen, it's going to sound strange, but I am uh, calling about hockey because I know you are the most expert on hockey. Did you check in, check out that game yesterday with the Edmonton and Carolina?
1: I watched it. Yes.
2: Um, that was a real, I mean, I can't believe that they came back first. And your boy Ray Whitney, I think he had two goals with him?
1: That is correct.
2: Yeah, he played really well. Now, How do you think that goalie? Okay, him let me
1: let me let me just play this again. Ray
2: Whitney has a pair. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Him and uh,
1: Brendan Moore scored the the. Uh, the... Well, Brendan Moore just, uh, I mean, uh, you know, it got handed to him there at the end. That was tragic. That oh. was just sad. Yeah, I
2: feel so bad for that kid because they don't let yeah. the uh, goalies take anymore. But you know whose you know who's
1: father was? It was Jason Smith, who's supposed to be such a great defenseman. He's supposed to cover up for that kid goalie right there. He he, he tosses him a little uh, back pass, and he's supposed to at least at least control it or, or block out Brindamore so they doesn't have the empty net. And instead, it just gets by him and bada right in the open net. Yeah, I blame was Jason to Smith, two, okay, Jack. You know? yeah, he's supposed to
2: do one of two things, uh, Neil, and, and both. And he did the third thing, which is give up the goal. And I feel yeah. really bad because I really think I'd love to see Edmonton win it. You know, now, I, mean, I
1: was rooting I mean, for them too. Even though I'd like to see Ray Whitney win a Stanley Cup because he's my buddy, but no, nevertheless, I'm rooting for Edmonton. That's probably why they lost. E- exactly. Well,
2: Hopefully this goalie can uh, get it together because Edmonton is a team; they're pretty strong mentally. Hopefully the goalie can get. I'm worried about the goalie. Hopefully, he can okay. Get listen, it together. don't
1: don't start with a hockey talk, man. We'll be out of business. Okay, we're very close already, and you're going to put us right over the edge. How do you like that? There's a hockey guy, mm-hmm. and he even knew a couple names of the players there. Oh, no, actually, he didn't. He knew Brindamore. Well, anybody, even Josh knows Rod Brindamore, don't you? No, what I know that. Ray Whitney. He knew Ray Whitney, and he scored a pair last mm-hmm. night. How do you like that? You see that? The Wizard. Boy, he's looking bad. Poor Ray. Such a good kid. Do you know that his wife? They they've been dating since they were he was 14 years old. That's terrible. She got a hold of him, man, and she wouldn't let go. she's a sweetheart, actually, she I think she's a bigger fan of mine than he is. Bridget, right? They got a little kid. They're not too happy. See, originally he was a, when he was traded from Detroit to Carolina, he wasn't too happy about because he hates Carolina. And I can understand that, but uh, he might wind up on the Stanley Cup. How do you like that? And I think back to that picture in the, in the uh, Herald of the Sun Sentinel. Ray Whitney falls in Game Against the Rangers. You know, what a, and, of course, these people aren't even there anymore. You know, David J. Neal and the other Mike, uh, that fat little pudgy, pudgy, uh, whatever his name was at the Sun Sentinel. Mike Russo, that wrote the hockey columns. Just a couple of shills for the organization. See, this is the problem in South Florida. You have so few people that have the balls to say anything, you know? Yeah. Once in a while, Dave Hyde will say something or Mike Mayo. Fred Grimm generally opens up a mouth, you know? Fred's okay. But other than that, it's just uh, you know just a bunch of suckholes like very jackass and that oh you know Jim Sarney, man you are I think he could be the antichrist I think he's got six sixty six on his Wrecked ass him. hey don't forget to talk to Hank about him well, I would have this morning but the Humper, uh, he bailed on us you know he had to go catch that plane you know if he's got anything else going on he's got a root canal he's got a plane to catch he's got a hot uh, tip and got to call his bookie you know and I don't blame him I don't begrudge him at all more power to him. I just got a most amusing email from your attorney, Norman Kent. Yes. yes. Guess who he's meeting with on Friday? Joe Bell. Joe Bell. And? Joyce. No. Clarence. Write, write first two letters. Joe Mama. No. I give, I give up. Clarence. Oh, I said Clarence. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, he thinks, he thinks that Norm needs to get to know Clarence better. Can't hurt. I don't think Norm wants to get to know Clarence better. Who knows? Me. Maybe they have something in common. I don't think so. They both like baseball, don't they? I can assure you that Clarence is Norma's type, or my type, or quite frankly anybody's type. But nevertheless, I'm sure that'll kill some good time, and I'll hear some great stories about that. And boy, Joe, you just don't get it, do you? You just don't get it. See, because the Beasley's, Clarence has evidently uh, snookered Joyce into thinking he knows something about this business which he doesn't, and so the Beasley's are just obsessed with him now. Joyce and that crowd over there in Naples, and so I guess. Uh, Clarence is like the heir apparent, you know. He's going to be like the next Greg, and um, maybe he'll be the next Bill Drake of the radio business. I was watching that CKLW thing again yesterday, I forgot to mention that. Bill Drake and Boss Radio. That's mm-hmm. why. Remember I mentioned KHJ in L.A.? Ninety-three. Yeah. KHJ. That's all I used to say. You know? And he had the same uh, dynamic jingles from uh, CKLW. And then Paul Drew was the program director at CKLW once upon a time. He had that big light in the, stu- in the uh, control room. Remember I used to tell mm-hmm. you about that? Yes, he did. And he, if he could be... A, he had a remote control. This is a true story. I don't know how the hell he did that, though. How do you do that? Especially back then. I don't when know. he could night press night. a button, and if the big light went on to control him, if you heard something you didn't like, uh, that meant you better you better uh, straighten up real fast. You're going to get fired. Really? True story. He was a real Nazi, Paul Drew. But Bill Drake was the one who started that Voss Radio whole thing, and KHJ and CKLW, et cetera. I'm going to watch that again, and again, and again. 5670560... Oh, Pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. It's a great uh, 666, man. We're kicking ass. I think our own. How would you like to be a fly on the wall for that meeting? 967 votes. Yeah, man, we're going to be perilously close to 1,000 any second now. I'm surprised we don't have like a 1,000 more names on there. Although, you know, I mean, there's a lot of dead actors and actresses, but how many that we really like that were really all that good, right? Right. right. WQAM, hello.
7: Hey. How you doing? Okay, sir. Uh, I, I was the one that talked to you last week about uh, the fan shingles and stuff. But I got to give you a pig report right now. I know it's not normal, but I got to do it.
1: Well, why not? What do you mean it's yeah, not well, normal?
7: Well, because you don't often do pig reports anymore. Well,
1: we we do them whenever somebody calls one in.
7: Okay, so it's I will go. Part oh.
1: of our pubic service, man.
7: Right. Denver oh, oh. Fines in Hollywood. They're at it again in Cooper City. Yeah. That's me, you know. It is. Oh, oh.
1: Thank you. Uh, this just, is this Skyler? No. It's not. No. No. Who is this? No. Hi, George. Who is Hi. this, George? It's Boomer. Boomer. Boomer?
7: You never remember me. We used to work together with that Pete Bolger bastard at day to Four. Never heard of you. Uh, well, thank you so much for that. No big deal. Well,
1: what did you do there? I was on the air. Doing what?
7: Weekends. That's all Bolger would give me.
1: Oh, then how the hell would I know who you are?
7: Because you used to come in on the weekends and diddle around.
1: Uh, yeah, I never found anybody to diddle around with. The, there was, was there, there was one guy there back then. He always had somebody to do around with. I better not sit on here. But anyway, go ahead.
7: Flamingo <laughs> Road, northbound, just after Sheridan, between Sheridan and Sterling. Okay. Okay, there's a uh, feeding frenzy going on. There's about four or five of them out there
1: <coughs> on their motorcycles. Okay, thanks a lot, Boomer. See ya, see, see you out Bill, see out Bill Do you know who that is? Yeah, I've seen him a couple times. Oh, you have? Yeah. And At where? Doing what? Doing who? I come by appearances, but I know that uh, we worked in the same places, but never at the same time, as far as uh, he and I. Well, I'll be damn. But he knows a lot of the same people. He sounds just like Jim Schuyler, doesn't he? No. He does not? Uh, he didn't sound like a crazy person, so I would say no. Why, you think Jim is a crazy person? I know that he is. Now, why do you say that? I never heard you say that before. Because he is. I thought you knew. Why would I have to say it? Have you ever actually, have you met Jim Schuyler? Yes. Okay. Why would you, why would you say he's a crazy person? Because he is. Based on? Based on my experiences with him. I thought he was in, a in lunatic. In what regard? Inquiring a, a spaz. He's a spaz. He's he's well, a there's one, one thing to be a spaz. Most people in this business are a spaz, to one degree or another. But crazy person? <laughs> really? Arm-flapping lunatic. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he fits right yeah. in with the show. That's <laughs> right?
3: This is Neil Rogers. Oh, 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 oh. This is 560 G A S. This is Mark Morgan. It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM.
0: When some schlong meal tries to put me down and said we have a larger congregation, I tell him right away, now listen here, good to
6: get your hurt of
0: show, It's time one in the nation. All is paid, it's Kimmel,
1: 203 at QAM, so a couple more for the get right, Henry right, a right, of people are kind of fond of Henry. right, Sure, right, Sure. Even if they like not like his daughter all that much. And one of my very favorites, Lee J. Cobb. We got those on there now? We do know. What if he was kin to of Eddie Cobb? Lee J. Cobb. Remember mm-hmm. that great line in The Exorcist? Answer the question, Father Paranoia. That's Remember right. That? Oh. I mean, it wasn't a great line, but it just, it just sticks in my mind. I lied. It's for me. Uh, yeah. Remember that? Here's a fact from one of the most chronic faxers. My God. It says, avid QM listener and chronic faxer. Well, that, that is absolutely Absolute correct, sir. But how many, and why are they sending this to me? Why is this guy wasting his, my time with us? Maybe he you thinks you're going to tell somebody about it. Oh, yeah. But how many times can we hear from Ira Windbag, Eric Reed, and Tony Ferrentino? Is it really, it's really becoming ponderous? No kidding, QM Chronic. What the hell have I got to do with it? At least, at least to kiss our ass on the radio that we don't put any of those people on here and never will. Ira Windbag, or Eric Reed, who talks through the teeth, or Tony Ferrentino. The good news for you, though, is that they'll be on, let's see, where are they going to be on? Somewhere it was on here. Uh, where did I see it? Oh, on uh, Friday, 7 o'clock. Curtis with Eric and Tony at the NBA Finals. It's like they're a regular part of the station now. You know, Eric Reed show and the uh, Randy Fun da- 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 da show and the Arrow Wind da- 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 da bag show, all this stuff. And that's because our, our program director is a sports nerd. Not a radio nerd. He wouldn't know a radio from his ass. But a sports nerd. A overgrown child. President Bush and congressional Republicans are aiming the political spotlight this week in an act of political desperation, which isn't fooling anybody, to ban gay marriage with events at both ends of Pennsylvania Avenue, all for a constitutional amendment with a, no, it says a scant chance, no chance of passage, but wide appeal among so, social conservatives, in other words, far-bissing religious crazy people. Ages of experience have taught us that the commitment of a husband and wife to love and serve one another promotes the welfare of children and the stability of society, Bush said in his weekly radio address. Government, by recognizing and protecting marriage, serves the interest of all. Many Republicans support the measure because they say traditional marriage strengthens society. Others don't, but can see the reality of election year politics. That's what it's all about. Judiciary Committee Chairman Arlen Specter of Pennsylvania said he'll vote against it on the floor, but allowed it to survive his panel in part to give the Republicans the debate party leaders believe will pay off on Election Day. Right. they got to pacify the hate mongers on the far right. James Dobson in that crowd. Farbison. Specter has chosen a different battle with the Bush administration this week. A hearing today on the ways that the FBI spies on journalists who publish classified information. As that hearing gets underway, debate on the marriage amendment will end its second day on the Senate floor. All but one of the Senate Democrats, the exception is Ben Nelson of Nebraska, not Bill Nelson of Florida, Ben Nelson of Nebraska, opposed the measure, and with moderate Republicans expected to block an up or down vote, killing the measure for the year. Just just another waste of time and your tax dollars well at work. Democrats say the amendment is a divisive bow to religious conservatives and point out that it conflicts with the GOP's opposition to big government interference. A vote for this amendment is a vote for bigotry, pure and simple, said Ted Kennedy. Uh, where the state Supreme Court legalized gay marriages in 2003 in Massachusetts. Mayor Gavin Newsom of San Francisco, which in 2004 began issuing marriage licenses to gay couples, on Monday denounced Bush's move as predictable and stale rhetoric aimed at rallying conservatives for this year's midterm elections. It's politics, it's pandering, and it's placating a core constituency, the evangelicals, Newsom said on ABC's Good Morning America. It just, yeah. Uh, you know. And of course, the flag burning amendment. Everybody's whipped up about that, aren't they? No. Oh no, yeah. Thing, things that nobody cares about, except a bunch of right wing extremists. I thought they people. were going to combine them into a fag burning amendment. Yeah, the fag. It's not flag burning. It's right. flag burning. You're That's and what it is. fire to you. at the stake. Right. You're already yeah. flaming. So what? What can it hurt? It nothing like flaming a real good steak on the grill on the bar- barbecue. What's wrong with that? Nothing. How many votes we got on there? Nine eighty six. Oh, we still need fourteen for a thousand. Come on, let's get with it. What, what's wrong with you folks? Are you like, in, in, in neutral now? All of a sudden, we were kicking ass there for a while. I think it's your fault. I don't. Who is your favorite dead actor or actress? Dead. Marlon Brando, 178. Carol O'Connor, 136. Pretty good. Now, you know, it's not that tight, but at least Carol's on his ass. John Wayne, 98. Jimmy Stewart, 92. George C. Scott, 63. Gregory Schmeck, Peck, 60. William Holden, 43. Marilyn Monroe, 42. Is that a bottle, Williams Holden? Jimmy Cagney, 34. Betty Davis, 27. Basil Rathbone. As a kid, I used to call him Razzle Bathbone, 28. 26. John Candy, 25. Spencer Tracy, 19. Lawrence Olivier, 19. Hey, Larry. You fairy. Raymond Burr, 19. John Bellucci 18. Grace Kelly, 17. Jack Lemon, 13. Orson Welles, 12. Peter Finch, 10. Joan Crawford, 8. By the way, Cary Grant was not only in... um, uh, north by Northwest, also to catch a thief, and I think Audrey Hepburn was in it, was not she? Okay, I'll no, take no. your word for it. Orson Welles, 12, Peter Finch, 10, Joan Crawford, 8, with or without the uh, shoulder pads, Tony Perkins, stuck on 8, Cary Grant, 5, Sterling Hayden, 5, McCloskey, uh, Ann Bancroft, 4, Audrey Hepburn, 4, Lee J. Cobb just went on there and got one, Henry Fonda, don't have any, that's because they hold uh, the, the Jane thing against him on there. anything? Must be. 987. They're, right. they're pouring in by the ones now. Mm-hmm. Better take a lot more calls. Okay, they're getting tired of my scratchy voice today. They're, like, getting burnt out. Plus, we haven't had Eric Reid on yet. Or Tony Forentino. Who's the other one? Oh, uh, Ira Windbrand. Randy uh, Fund. Yeah. And Randy P-F-F-F-F-Fund. it be a lot of pf to have him on there. We could probably change the callers at the radio station with Randy Fund, wouldn't you think? Maybe they'll discuss that at the meeting, at the big meeting on Friday. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. This is Rick. WQAM. Hello. Uh, yeah. QAM. Neil. Yes, sir.
7: Neil, I've been trying to get a hold of you for two weeks now. Well, here you go. Neil, you got to do this for me. I called you a couple of weeks ago. Called me about... what? Fat? No, I called you. Yeah. I called you a couple of weeks ago. One year. Yes. To be here. First of all, you never put. You never play. Let me get right to the point. You never play any Fredo bits. Yeah. I, want, I want to hear, this is the Fredo bit I want to hear. When Michael walks
1: well, into where the, the hell room. am I going to find that?
7: Well, listen, I'm giving you all this time, listen. Yeah. When Michael walks into the... I like can handle things, I'm smart, <laughs> I can everybody like Joe, I'm smart,
0: and I want to
1: spend. Okay. Right, Neil. Okay, go on. How do you like that? Now, how do you do that, Neil? I'd That's love to do really that magic wand is? It? Do you believe I did that? That would be like if he asked me to play that line where he says, Luca Brasi sleeps with the fishes. Luca Brasi sleeps with the fishes. I can't believe you can do that. That's man, that's magic. Tell all those drops. I am them. the magic right man, there, you know. Just pull them right People out of People thought that ears. that was um, uh, Bill O'Donnell, the magic man. There you go. That's for my buddy Dick Feinberg at Pompano Park. See, we start with those names again. And I never did find out how what Brandon Gibbons is doing. Is he healing up or what? He'll be all right. Very hard to get that news. I see Brad Kramer continues with a clown routine at uh, Hazel Park. Five six seven zero oh, five sixty and pound 560 in the Verizon singular wireless line. WQAM, hello. Hello? QAM.
4: Yeah, Neil.
1: WQAM, hello. That might have been a real call. I don't know. It just sounded a little... Hey. little, little,
4: little. Hey, Neil, been. how are
1: you? Okay, sir. Uh,
4: listen, uh, this thing that a little,
2: little scratchy, to but I'll
1: survive this. This should be my worst problem.
2: You sound great. Listen, this is what happened with Aronzo. Uh Shows how floating the argument of this administration is. They did, they did it without the Patriot Act, without NSA wiretapping... Yeah. Without, and, they, and they took him to a judge, you know? Yeah. So everything they're doing is, they're here is wrong, and they did it right without all the stuff, that you know, all the snooping and all the stuff, you know? Right. So, okay? Hermann Gehring,
1: Herman Gehring would be proud, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, me
2: love
1: you. Bye-bye. Ciao. Vidania. Totzins. Dewey. I bet you they still have tolls on the Thomas E. Dewey Thruway. So yeah. I say Dewey to that, or Fui. I think what I really need to do is get, like, a uh, condo. In Niagara Falls, New York. Okay, there you go. Sell my idea. house in Florida. What? No, that's a good idea. Get a little condo down there, because I don't want to make anybody like a stepchild, you know. Right. And uh, and then just uh, get a little pad in Niagara Falls, New York, that's and then right. like you know every a few weekends. Um, right. Although I don't know how much of a hassle it is crossing the border, especially now. Although I don't oh, I know. look like a terrorist? You know. You you do. No, but at least I got una pasaporta. Spaghetti. I got right. el, el mio pasaporto. So you just have to get examined every once in a while when you go across the border. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, they take that flashlight, you know, where they stick it. Oh, I know they look in your... Oh, yeah, to see if you're hiding any, like, uh, weapons, ammonium nitrate. You should say, hey, you're hiding places up there. Rectum? Yeah. Or maybe like a pipe bomb, una bomba grande, in my fat ass. I don't think so. Although, uh, it's worked the other way around, though. I've dropped many una bomba grandes from that fat, but that's another story. I don't want to get into that, especially in the middle of lunch hour. And Joyce and Clarence both get grossed out by that fart talk, you know? I don't think Clarence has ever farted, do you? I, I don't, don't, think, know he's, I don't right. think he has enough emotion in his pathetic, scrawny body to fart. You know what I mean? He just, he's like, uh, you know, in fact, one of the most nauseating things, the last time I was down there, that's why I stopped coming back there. Last time I was there, he came in the studio and started adjusting his package. You remember that? No, I don't. Oh, I yes. mean, I remember you talking about it, but I missed not oh, you know. Oh, I, I wanted to run out of there. I thought it was like a message he was sending me, you know? Believe me, you're barking up the wrong tree, sweetie. Stick with Robert, okay? 1213 at 560 WQAM. If you're a cigar smoker, speaking of blowing smoke, and you'd like to kick back with a good premium stogie, then Bahia Cigars by Tony Burhani is exactly what you'd be looking for. These hard-to-find stogies are made with first-grade tobacco, processed and aged up to 10 years. Bahia is a real boutique cigar maker, and they specialize in small-batch, hard-to-find tobacco. Bahia Gold, a flagship line, gets a 91 rating by Cigar Out of Cigar Insider and 9.1 by Smoke Magazine. This rich-flavored, well-balanced, full-bodied Nicaraguan cigar has got earthy hints of dark roast coffee, chocolate, spice, and pepper flavors. Also, be sure and try the Bahia the sale. It's the hottest release cigar in the last 10 months. It's so hot it'll probably burn your guts out. Gets a high rating of 91 by Cigar Out of Cigar Insider. It's a powerful cigar, like I said. Tear your kishkis to pieces with complex notes of leather, earth, and pepper. The finish is long and full-bodied with additional spice out of order to charred wood. And if you want to save a ton of cash, you want to save 40% off on all your Bahia cigars, when you call, just mention Neil Rogers, and boy, they'll be mighty impressed and save you a lot of cash. 40%. Call them toll-free and light up your stogies pretty damn soon. Call 1-800-35-BAHIA. That's 1-800-35-B-A-H-I-A. This is Neil Rogers. This is
3: 560 QAM.
0: I'll abuse some more prisoners Make them scream nice and loud Absolutely. Get me some wires and a battery pack oh, oh. I don't care if they ain't from Iraq Should be used, used, used to the torture Cause we're just playing their game In the past, it had
1: to be worse With Saddam Hussein
0: No, Sodom's hiding a lot more than guns.
4: They say they're weapons of
0: mass destruction.
4: <laughs> I say he's sending
0: a couple megatons bombing rock. Oh! In the Gulf War, we let him off the hook. I think it's time to give his brother a Wreck them. So it's time to blow those b ones up. Bomb
5: rock. Doi, 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 doi.
0: rock. Till there's nothing left to see. Army rock. Till Saturn's six feet deep. on rock.
4: Blow up the creek Barney Rock And they say he's got some dirt
1: 666, six, six. I finally just figured it out. You know who the evil six are? You want the answer? I do. ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, CNN, and MSNBC. Where do the Beasleys fit in there? Oh, they're in another category by themselves. They're they're up on the tree. That's the evil six warrior right there. They're the ones who are responsible for all the bad stuff that's been allowed to go on in the world. Even like the religion crap, you know? Like, you notice how they jumped all over that Da Vinci code like stink on crap? Yeah. Wow. Oh, look at that. Followers of Superstition Worry of Tuesdays. Have look at...
0: to be synonymous with the devilish synonymous. movie. Synonymous. Talk about ponderous. What uh, kind
1: of versus. a voice is that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, uh, new mother uh, Carrie McFarland had her labor induced last Sunday. so Her son would not have the devilish birth date. We weren't completely concerned that the Oh, I see.
1: So, in other words, they induced labor to make sure it wouldn't be born today. Good move, sweetheart, because we'd come there and we'd kill that kid. Wouldn't you? Yes, we would. Any baby that's born today, we're killing it. No, I mean, you know, we don't want to carry it to an extreme, but we will if we have to. So either, like, uh, you should have induced labor ahead of time earlier, it's too late now, or, like, postpone it until, like, after midnight. Remember that song, After Midnight? Who did mm-hmm. that?
6: Eric after, Clapton.
1: Oh, Eric Clapton did that. That's right. Do you know what else Eric Clapton did? No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Let's not lose touch with the audience again. See, we can't afford to lose touch now. We don't have much audience left. That, no, don't play that again. You got that in there. If I got that, I guess I got it. If you got it, huh? Yeah. Now what's the story on this the latest disc I'm getting? When's that coming? You should have tomorrow? it uh, right today or tomorrow. Wow. And that'll have the seventies uh, collection. Oh my god. And the just other... stick in my iPod, and then like probably then the this have week we got there, a whole bunch of
7: uh, miscellaneous. That right. be getting
1: in my black uh, thing, my uh, docking station. That's right. You know, your black dock. Yeah, I got my, uh, my dockers for off-the-cockers, my pants that I wear for the guy that's worried about my wardrobe, and then I'm going to get my docking station. You can't get much younger and hipper than that. That's right. Eat your heart out, Dan, little bastard. Oh, but they're younger and hipper over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I
0: think you telling
1: us. Yeah, they got a younger and hipper one share, you know. I mean, who? <coughs> I get choked up thinking about it, how stupid it is. They keep trying to talk, you know, talk the talk, but they can't walk the walk, you know. Anybody can talk the talk. Pop bop, you know, like that. It's crap. Speaking of crap, oh, that coffin thing's starting again.
0: <coughs> oh,
1: now I know how Linda Blair felt. Wait till a pea soup starts coming out.
0: <coughs>
1: or as Lasseter would say, wait till a good pea starts coming. I hope so for you, Blabo. I'm uh, hoping for it. A package of incentives presented today to Iran <coughs> includes a provision for the U.S. to supply Tehran with some nuclear technology if it stops enriching uranium. A major concession by Washington. How do you like that? I don't know. Oh, well, you're supposed to fill the room gagging and choking. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't really. Well, I, when I shut the mic off, it usually means... Ah, I'm oh, I didn't see the mic like go off. Oh, why not? The offer was part of a series of rewards offered to Tehran by European Union foreign policy chief Javier Solana. According to diplomats who are familiar with the proposals and spoke to the AP on condition of anonymity because they were disclosing confidential details of the offer and they'd like to stay alive. The package was agreed on last week. See, I was just talking about Clarence in his package, <laughs> which is a frightening thought. The package was agreed on last week by the U.S., Britain, France, China, and Russia, the five veto-wielding members of the U.N. Security Council, plus Germany, in a bid to resolve the nuclear standoff with Iran. You want to know why they had to include Germany? Why?
0: the keeps
5: track of everyone. That's why.
1: I forgot. So there you go. We're trying to pacify those damn schmata heads over there in Iran. That Ahmadinejad, whatever his name is. How do you say his name? Ah. I don't know. Lieber? Lieber brothers. Do you hate them, too? I think I think they have something to do with craft. Now I think that the uh, Unilever is for uh, Dutch. Unilever was Dutch. What do they make? Don't know so, anything about them. Unilever, get out of here. Google it, man. They make products that you're using every minute. They probably even make some of that douche. We can say that all by itself. We can say douche. Just don't say it. Tennessee quarterback Jim Bob. I can't know. I don't know if we can say his name. Tennessee quarterback Jim Bob Cooter was suspended indefinitely. I, mean, I almost played that Cooter Hunter bit, but I better not was suspended indefinitely after campus police arrested him on a drunken driving charge. How do you like that? <coughs> At Tennessee, Coach Philip Fulmer said Cooter will miss the opener September 2th against California, undergo an alcohol evaluation before he can return. <coughs> That's bad. Drunken quarterback in Tennessee. I got news for you. If you were in Tennessee, you'd want to get drunk, too. Oh, uh, what a place. And thanks to whoever faxed this in, by the way. Another chronic. But thanks anyway. No charges expected to be filed against the Pompano Beach mother of a six-year-old boy who was left at Chuck E. Cheese's restaurant west of Boca after his birthday party on Saturday, Palm Beach County Sheriff's Orifice B. Mm Sand. Laqueta Monroe, 23, thought her son, Michael Emanuel, was going to sleep at a relative's house. Monroe didn't immediately realize he was left behind, and the restaurant investigator said the child was not harmed. What was he going to do? Was he going to drive over there, or like hitchhike? I mean, I don't get it. The boy spent the night in the care of child welfare workers. First of all, anybody that takes their kid to Chuck E. Cheese's should be like uh, the kid should be taken away right off the bat anyway. Oh, there's nothing wrong there. You let your kid play. Get, get out of here. You have a beer. Chuck E. Cheese, my ass. <laughs> get a lot of cheese. The boy will remain in the care of uh, FD uh FDCF FD, uh, Florida Department of Children and Families. Still, child protective hearing is con- uh, conducted today in Broward County. and Officials decided if he can return home with Laqueta. Just so don't be taking him to no Chuck E. Cheese leaving him behind again, Laqueta. My God, are we going to, like, lock you up with Beretta. And, by the way, Beretta ain't the kind of guy you want to be, like, locked up too close with. You know what I'm saying? Why not? He's got a temper, that Beretta. Well, I'm not going to try to trap him with pregnancy, so I think I'm safe. We got way over 1,000 votes. I forgot to mention that. We got 1,023, so we're safe for another day. It's not even 1230, and we got over 1,000 votes. Aren't you impressed tremendously? Uh, Mediumly. I mentioned this has a dynamic impact on you guys' next paycheck. By the way, payday is this uh, Friday. I just thought I mentioned that's the 9th. Saturday is on the 10th, so payday is this Friday. For anybody who's listening, people I'm not speaking to, I'll just pass that along to Deb in uh, accounting because we're not speaking to the other ones. I-, I sure hope Norma has a good time. You notice how he kind of like uh, does his own thing, Norma? No, I didn't know. Yeah, he sets up these meetings. I have no idea what that's all about. And you know what? Uh, you know he- He's it's going to in there armed. Arm. He's got no ammunition because he doesn't speak to me. And I don't want to talk to him anyway. Go pick up some more runaways, Norma. Okay, bring them to the meeting. Speaking of that, speaking of runaways, if you think you have termites in your home infesting and infecting, call our good friends at Ritted Pest Control today and get you a free termite inspection before they start doing the damage and tune your house to bits. Ridded Pest Control uses that amazing orange oil treatment that kills termites and termite eggs 100% on contact. They're gone faster than you can say that Clarence is a doofus. If you have termites, it's the best possible way to get rid of them. You don't have to tent your house and make your neighborhood into a Barnum and Bailey atmosphere. It's grotesque. It's embarrassing. Don't have to worry about poisonous gas. No moving out or staying in hotels or motels. No worry about your food or pets or your health. Because the folks at Ridded Pest Control treat your home with this amazing orange oil. You don't have to leave at all. In fact, when they're done treating your property, the only thing they leave behind is a clean set of oranges for just a few days in a termite-free situation. It's true. If you have a termite problem, call the folks at Ridded Pest Control right now and find out about their amazing orange oil. In fact, weren't they just at your house yesterday? Yes, they were. They were. And what did they do? They uh, did an inspection and said, oh, you got sores. Did they? Yeah, except so we're going to have to just set your house on fire and forget about it. Are they going to smear it? They're going to do something. Oh, boy. Find out about the amazing orange oil treatment that caused termites and the residential on contact. No 10 no BS, no kidding. Call right now for a fee, no obligation inspection, especially right now at the beginning of termite and hurricane season. Call 1-800-447-4348. No obligation, 1-800-447-4348. When you call, be sure and tell them Todd directly call, and they'll send out a search party. one 800 447
3: This is Neil Rogers. Watch solid. This is 560 QAM. All the crap you can unwrap. All the slime all the
5: time. Finally problem? got a call here. It's the number one oh. rated uh, Mohammed and David in his own. At least according to my aspirations. Stay away from me. I don't even know how you have children. Miramar, hello.
0: Yes, I want your take on Jay Fiedler.
5: Oh, well, Jay Fiedler is a great quarterback and a good Jew. I like Jay Fiedler. Uh, well, not to mention he's got extraordinarily smooth bones. Laptops. Oh
0: yeah! You're, you gotta
5: be careful what you say here. <laughs> Thank you, Ma. No, 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 wait a minute. Don't go. But
0: I have nothing else
5: to say. Uh, how about this? How's the weather down there in the Miramont? I'm right down the
0: street from you. Uh, yeah.
5: I have to go. Oh, wait, oh, wait, by the way, something.
0: Somebody... No, no, I, I have to go. Look, I tell
5: you what, I'll hold you over a break. How's that, huh? I'll give you one of my old pan uh, t T-shirts. How's that?
3: Bye, bye, bye. Uh, no, wait.
5: <laughs> that was the only color we had. The
0: things on your nose is blowing again.
5: Doi, 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 doi. Doi, 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 doi. Doi, 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 doi. Doi, 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 doi. Wow!
0: You've got big, beautiful face On your nose and on your face And around those oozing temples You'll walk high, yi, And you go low The road of Yitzh
5: You got your hippies on, way too shy, shy, shy blah, blah. My nose glows when something stings. Almost every day, day, I think, and my veins suddenly start to tickle. My adrenoid, yeah, I look like them for a dime. <laughs> <boy laughs> And because I'm a friendly old lad, when I know
0: the, the And yeah. a new that, that you want to see, a giant me. Yeah. I know that a fleeting purple
5: days, yeah. the <laughs> <purple days. laughs>
1: 12.35 at 5.60 WQM. we got Bo Camper coming up at 2 o'clock. And then we got Mad Dog 4 to 7. Three solid hours. Uh, no Marlin game this afternoon because they played the night again on the West Coast. It better be better than last night or it's going to be embarrassing. Now, did Barry hit one last night or not? Did, he, did he, he play? Did? He hit one last night. 7.16? That's right. No, 7.17. 7.16. 16, yeah. I don't know. Why, are you keeping track? He'll never make 7.55. No chance. You think he's going to make 755? I don't think he's going to live that long. I think if he goes to, like, the AL and becomes a DH, he can. Oh, in other words, another way to get around. Another way for a phony record. Is that what you're suggesting? Oh, yeah. I that's phony it, too. Goes, it goes right with the territory. Henry Aaron was never in the American League. He never went on the uh, Was a designated hitter. Do you know that? I do. What, what does that mean, though? Is that It just means he didn't have to, like, phony up a record. When the Babe played, obviously, it was no DH. Oh, so the DA, if, you, if you're a DH and you put up those numbers, it's phony. So it's just another way to get in the lineup against a bunch of little league uh, pitchers in the American League, that's all. Against, uh, like, Kansas City. Oh, my. Kansas City is even worse than the Marlins or Pittsburgh, which is saying a lot. How about those uh, Carolina Hurricanes? Ow! Pretty depressing, that last goal. But I just, that just turned my life upside down, inside out. I was not too happy with that. I was. I mean, you know, you're like 40 seconds away from overtime, and you give up a greasy goal at the end of the game and lose it and watching all the yahoos, the nose-picking rednecks in the stands in Carolina. well, that made me sick. God, you think you think South Florida is really a bad sports town. Yeah. Right, by the way, I started to mention before about Jim Sarney, and I wouldn't talked about the Humper, but uh, he's he's long gone. Don't let me forget tomorrow if we do a crossover, if that works, from the Belmont. I oh, will, please. But the Sarney column, that I'm glad somebody sent that in yesterday, because even though the Sun Sentinel website is starting to work a little bit better for me, if you want to uh, get to a certain article, it's like the, their website's are all messed up. And he writes this stupid-ass article about basically trying to say what a great sports area South Florida is. And he's talking about stuff from the distant past, like the Dolphins' four Super Bowl. First of all, the Dolphins didn't win four Super Bowls. They won two of them, back-to-back, 72 and 73. Am I correct about that? Yes, you are. Yes. Well, that's like 30-some years ago, you know. That'd be like everybody saying, hey, how about the uh, Leaf organization? Well, last time they won the Stanley Cup was like 1967, before Moses was a baby. That's like almost 40 years ago. The organization sucks. And then he goes on about the Panthers and their Stanley Cup final. That was ten years ago. Ten years ago with the Rats. And now because the Heat finally made it to the finals for the first time in history of the franchise, now right away South Florida is a great sports town. You're so full of it, Sarney. This is the same Dolphin team that has to get one of the TV channels to buy up the tickets so that some of the regular season games don't get uh, blacked out. Am I right about that? Yes. Yes. I just mentioned that in passing. That's what a great sports town is. The same place where they, oh, yeah, the Marlins did win the World Series twice, yes. And then both times, right after they won the World Series, they had like a fire sale. And they just, they just spat right in the fan spa- uh, space. You know what they did? Different owners, but <sighs> same result, same spittle. So, Sarny, you need some serious mental health, man. You're, you're living in a dream world. And I hope that you and Evan Cohen have a wonderful life together. 5670560, pound 560 on the Verizon, singular, uh, whatever it is, wireless line. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Who's this, Neil? Speaking. Neil, I'm afraid
7: to say uh, Hank Aaron did play in the American League as a DH for the Milwaukee Brewers. That's correct. Okay, that's all. Hey, okay, great thanks. show, buddy. It all right. is, thank you. Bye. See, I just oh, t- he
1: must be tainted then. He is. It's a tainted record. He, he, I'll tell you one thing, he taint no Babe Ruth. He's right. He played for the Milwaukee Brewers at the end of his career as a DH. That, that's cheating is what it is. Babe mm-hmm. <clears throat> Ruth never did no DH, although he was a pitcher for a great pitcher, too. You didn't know that. Yeah, I did know that. For the Red Sox. Yeah, I definitely did know that. Well, there you go. How, how many games did Barry Bonds win? <laughs> what? Could you see Barry Bonds well, look, pitching? Let's, let's not. Let's not. Well, have you this couldn't argument. see Barry Bonds pitching because he, he couldn't get his arm over his ass because his ass weighs about 600 pounds because he's a big tub of steroid-driven lard, is what he is. Makes me sick. I would go along with you if I thought you know I'm not necessarily jumping on the bandwagon, but in this case I'll make an exception. Roger Maris. Now there was a guy, Roger. And you know something? The fans hated him too. You want to know why? Because they were jealous. I loved Mickey Mantle as a kid growing up. He was my hero, or one of them, although my favorite Yankee player was Hank Bauer, the Marine, man. He was great. But uh, Mickey Mantle was great, and they they resented the fact that uh, Roger Maris hit the 61 home runs. Yes, they did. They hated that. Did you ever see 61? Huh? Did you ever see 61? I heard it on the radio. No, I mean, heard movie. Oh, no. But I actually heard it live on the radio when he hit it, say, before you were born by many years. Yeah, I'm sure. And Red Barber said, It's in. What? What does that mean, Red? You jackass. You old fool you. It's in. And then Rizzuto was calling it on the radio. And, of course, he went ballistic. You know, the scooter? There's another crap announcer for it. The scooter, he could announce his way out of a paper sack. Cora, put the coffee on. I'm coming home. Good. Leave now, Phil. It's only the second inning, but you can leave now. Just get out. I'm going to tell you, man, that organization, they had Mel Allen, Red Barber, and Jim Woods. That may have been the greatest threesome broadcasting uh, sporting event in the history of sports. And CBS bought the team in 1963 and they. They fired everybody, and they put on Jerry Coleman, Phil Rizzuto, and Joe Dagiola, three dumb ex-jocks. One of the great disgraces in history. Can you believe that? Yeah. And at that point in my life, I said, I've been a Yankee fan all my uh, childhood. I said, you can take your Yankees and shove them. The only time I ever rooted against them was in 60, when the Pirates beat them in the World Series, because I was also a Pirates fan in the National League. And the Yankees have won so many World Series, I thought, well, I'm going to root for the Pirates. And luckily, Mazeroski hit home run in the bottom of the 10th inning, which I'm sure you know in Forbes Field. And the Yankees and the uh, Pirates won the series. Remember that? Yes. yes. Hal Smith hit that pinch head three-run homer to put the uh, Pirates ahead seven to six. And then I think uh, I don't forget the Yankees tied it up seven seven. And the bottom of the 10th inning, Chuck Thompson was doing a game on TV. Who was a great announcer? He's dead now, Chuck Thompson. And he said Art Ditmar throws, and it uh, you know blah blah blah. And it wasn't Art Ditmar; it was Ralph Terry. And that, that lives in infamy forever. I mean, Chuck Thompson had to take that mistake to his grave. Even though he's a great announcer, he made a mistake. Art Dittmar throws. It wasn't Art Didmar, you know. Now, how do I remember that? That was like 46 years ago, man, long before many of you were born. And it's emblazoned in my mind. And George is like picking his nose and wondering, what what, what is this man talking about? I'm catching huh? up on some emails. This is great. Good. You remember Chuck Thompson? Who? No, you don't. Great announcer. Didn't Hill oh, Blue. Orioles, yeah, Capitol Hill Blue. Washington Senators. Yeah, Doug Thompson from CapitolHillBlue.com. That's correct. I love his work. 12.42 at 5.60 WQAM. The summer season is fast approaching, which means it must be close to Father's Day. And you know what? It is. A couple of weeks from a Sunday. Coming up Sunday, June 18. We all know what dads like to do on their big day. And maybe also beside that, they like to eat. It's time to call a melting pot and make your reservation for Father's Day. The melting pot is a fondue restaurant in addition to their famous cheese and chocolates. They serve up some serious meats and fish for hungry dads like yours. And there's nothing like some serious meats. Hardy entrees from center-cut filet mignon, blackened shrimp, teriyaki, sirloin, pork, lobster, and lots more. Man, it is, it's a fabulous, incredible experience at the melting pot. Dad will love spending Father's Day at the pot. The melting pot definitely serves some serious food. In fact, we got a bit called at the pot. I don't think I can play it, though, can Not I? Not anymore, though. No. Oh, yeah. That's enough. Take it from me, nobody leaves the pot hungry. You'll walk out of there waddling out with a big smile on your full face. They have an award-winning Lion uh, wine, wine List to boot. And don't forget the melting Pot. How about Lime Time with Bud Foster? And don't forget the melting Pot's famous desserts guaranteed to put a big smile on Dad's face. So make that call today. And invite Dad to dip into something different and delicious at a Melting Pot restaurant near you. He'll be mighty pleased, i guarantee you that. A full four-course gift for Dad from you. Be sure and tell him that Neil sends you by when you call. And make your reservations at the Melting Pot in Kendall or Cooper City or North Miami Beach or Boca or Fort Lauderdale or most prestigious Coral Springs.
3: This is Neil Rogers. Oh this is 5:62 a.m.
0: in Florida. Beep, beep, bye, bye, four, four. Absolutely. Who injected steroids in my bum? Barry Bum. Barry gives What is he on? That Barry Bum. He may fool someone, but he ain't fooling me.
5: Why
3: is everybody trying to drug test me? <laughs> Who's always taking all the juice? Who's always acting so aloof?
0: Who throws reporters through the roof? Barry. Who, me? Yeah, you. Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds. What's going on with Barry Bonds? From Sports Illustrated right to the tabloids. Why is
5: everybody saying I take roids?
1: Let's see, I'm looking at Baby Ruth's uh, lifetime stats. He had the first uh, few home runs of his career with the Boston Red Sox. How do you like that when he was also pitching? Uh Uh Uh-huh. What happened to Josh? Oh, I'm right here. No. Four homers in 15, uh, three homers in 1916, and then, uh, not, not that, 11 in uh, 1918, and a whopping 29 in 1919. That got traded to the Yankees. The uh, last year of his career with the Boston Braves of the National League, he hit uh, six. Yeah. But, of course, not as the DH, because there was no DH. He was uh, great, Henry man. Aaron. I beg your pardon? He said he was great, man. He was the second best ever. <coughs> Henry Aaron, in 1975, hit 12 homers for the Milwaukee Brewers, and 1976, hit 10. I did all my research, my homework during the break. So that means he had 22 tainted home runs as a DH. So taint 755 at 733 is the number that Barry's got to beat. But if he does go to the American League and become a DH, then we start subtracting instead of adding. See what I'm saying? Yeah. He'll so Con- be down like 600 by Contact the time. Contact Major League Baseball, tell him that. I don't really care. I, I don't care less. Do you think I really care? you think this is one of the pressing issues on my mind in my life? is whether Barry Bonds hit 756 home runs, 899 home runs, 55,000 home runs. He's still full of crap. Now, here's a good kind. And you know something? It doesn't. Let's see. My Henry, I just got through saying this. Stay here's here. a facts. Hank Henry did play with the Milwaukee Brewers in the American League in 75 and 60. He had a total of 20. I know. I just uh, said that before the facts came in. I did my homework, Mon. And you're right. Oh, Humphrey Bogart kicks all ass and says, how come he ain't on our list? Audrey Hepburn and Humphrey Bogart and the African Queen, the Johnny Mathis story. Going on now. Got it? Humphrey got Bogart, it. P.S., love your CD. Oh, you're the one. Thank you very much. And thanks to the guy that straightened me out on uh, Henry Erwin. And you want to know the significance of why he went back to Milwaukee and played with the Brewers two seasons? Not really, no. Well, why not? Before the Braves were in Atlanta, where did they play? Milwaukee. Correct. See, even you know that. Even Josh knew the Milwaukee Braves, I right? I've got people feeding me lines. Eddie Matthews and all these guys. Yes. Huh? Joe Adcock. Who else played for the Milwaukee Braves? Henry Aaron, like I just said. Well, that's bad that I can't think back to. Adele Crandall was the catcher. Wow, what a memory! Holy. Cow. Listen, who were the umpires back then? Uh, Al Barlick. No, he was in the American League. But you see, when I was a kid, when I really was following baseball, I knew who all the umpires were. Why? Why is that such a big deal to you? I just I don't know. I mean, I I, I worked with the Marlins for four years. I, I could probably name you two umpires. It's just not really something. You know, well, that's pretty you usually, sad. That's a pretty sad about. state. You know, Joe West. Yeah. Joe West, young man. I know uh, Laz Diaz. I don't know who that is. Uh, See, that's uh, the reason you know the umpires is because it's all watered down. you know Augie Donatelli? I don't. No. He's dead. Uh, Jocko Conlon, dead. Can I get on with this? uh, Nobody cares about this crap. Here's a good... And there's no name on this. It's on the um, CNN website. Why mess with the omen? This is great. All remakes are needless, but this update of the omen is especially so it says. I'm going to save you folks some money again. Not only was there nothing wrong with the 76 horror classic in which the Antichrist wreaks havoc on Earth and as an innocent-looking five-year-old boy, but the original stands as one of the most frightening movies ever. It's so ingrained in our pop culture, all you have to do is say the name Damien, and everyone instantly knows you're talking about a demonic child. Watch Pharaoh say why the Omen is better than the original. It's got a, uh, a uh, thing on here, a link. So why mess with it? Thirty years later, pop 30, man. the makers of the Omen barely have... They're exceedingly faithful to the original, too much actually, including having Omen screenwriter David Seltzer return to tweak his own script. David Seltzer, like his brother Elka? Mm-hmm. Elki? I wonder if he's kin to Elki Summer. It's not a shot-for-shot remake like Gus Van Zandt's Pointless Psycho from 98, but it's close. The structure, character, setting, events, giant chunks of dialogue, all the same. <laughs> One can only assume the intention was to appease the purist, but in doing so, John Moore has breathed no new life into the material. Tiny changes here and there inevitably contemporize the film. It takes place in the modern day, so the characters have cell phones. Oh, God. What would Jesus do if he had a cell phone? Probably call somebody. When Julia Stiles, filling in for Lee Remick as Damien's unsuspecting mother, begins to think there's something wrong with her child, she immediately goes into therapy. And Leve Schreiber, standing in for Gregory Peck, as the father who surreptitiously brings the demon spawn into their lives, cries way more than Peck ever would have dreamed. Pex Robert Thorn choked up a little and learned his wife had died, but mostly he held it together. Here is Troubles Mount Shriver is wiping away tears half the time. It's the Sensitive Man remake of The Omen. But in the most feeble effort at modernizing the material, this omen vaguely attempts to be politically relevant. A montage of photos at the start suggests that the devil is everywhere all the time on 9-11 at Abu Ghra... Uh, Abu Gar And right. we just don't know it. Well, if God can be everywhere, why can't the devil be everywhere, right? It makes just as much sense to me. It's just uh, stupid... The visit to an ancient biblical city toward the end of the film features flashes of flags, both Israeli and Palestinian. Such references feel tossed in. More importantly, though, it isn't even scary. It's so similar to the original that we already know what's coming. And because it adheres so closely, it only serves as a reminder of the superiority of Richard Donner's original. And don't forget Blitzen and uh, the other ones. Donner Um, and Blitzen. Donner and Blitzen, right. How about Ral Donner? You don't know what you got until you lose it. Robert, an ambassador in Rome, agrees to take a newborn whose mother has died during childbirth because his own newborn is dead, unbeknownst to wife Kate, Kathy. The end justifies the names, he tells you himself, and decides... Kate has taken the boy instantly. Ralph Downer, he's dead. Yeah. Flash forward five years as Robert moves his family to London. Soon the nanny hangs herself in front of dozens of shocked guests at Damien's birthday party and even says the same thing beforehand as the nanny in the original. A creepy priest, Pete Postlethwaite. Stalks, Robert, with warnings that the boys the devil's son and talk of Armageddon. A photographer, David Thul- Thulis, notices eerie shadows in a series of pictures that end up being prescient. You know, the one thing about that is, where, where did the photographer, how did he ever get, like, hooked up with that priest? Why was he following him around? Oh, you never know. Oh. And from there you know the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey would say. The rest of the story, death, destruction, mayhem, all of which Damien delivers with a gleam in his eye and a smile on his puss. No offense to young Shamus Stevie Fitzpatrick in his first film role, but the original Damon, Harvey Stevens, accomplished more with less to say. Having said all that, there are some solid performances here. Schreiber is as versatile and esteemed an actor as you could wish for, and he certainly carries himself with enough gravitas for the role. Styles, meanwhile, always exudes a maturity beyond her years, but looks too young here. The 13-year age difference between her and Schreiber feels more like a chasm. Thank heaven for Mia Pharaoh, the rosemary baby star, returned to supernatural territory. Is the satanic disciple sent to protect Damien by posing as a replacement nanny? This is a rare instance of the new omen improving on the old one. I don't, I don't believe that. You can't improve on the old one. Instead of oozing menace and doom from the second she appears on the screen as her predecessor did, Pharaoh's all fair-haired sweetness and light with that girlish voice and angelic presence. That's not what you want. It's the scariest part of the whole movie. It says, well, in that case. The omen of 20th century Fox released so rated R for disturbing. Yeah, R for disturbing. That they remade it. That's disturbing. Talk about disturbing.
4: And the next step is for the House and the Senate to reconcile its difference.
1: Yeah, there you go. That's disturbing. Okay, take a look at him. Abu oh my rated. God, I get disturbed just just seeing him on there. Makes me wonder. You know something? All you people that voted for him, you owe all the rest of the world an apology. Not just me, and not just the rest of America. You owe the whole world an apology. The free world and the not-so-free world and everybody else, including all the dead people. You owe an apology, right? Absolutely. I mean, I mean, absolutely. Christ. And those of you that still support this butcher, this lunatic, this demonic lunatic here on 666, you people ought to be like uh, uh, tartan and feathered is what you ought to be because you're dangerous. You're like him. D-D-D-D, dumb and dangerous. How many votes we got on the poll, by the way? Thousand eleven hundred, 1,100, you think? Uh... 1077. We'll make... Well, what Top 1100 easy. Easy. Who is your favorite dead or uh, actor or actress? Marlon Brando, 185. Carol O'Connor, 143. John Wayne, 103. Uh, Jimmy Stewart, 95. And Small Potatoes, after that. I don't want to read the whole list. Top 57 at 560. WQM Bowl will be on Kimbo Camper at 2 this afternoon. Our revolving dole between 2 and 4. It's the 6th of June. And we still got a revolving dole from 2 to 4. It is just, this is one of the great scandals in the history of radio. You know that CKLW thing about uh, the history of uh, CKLW, the rise and fall? Right. This is one of the greatest scandals. It makes payola, it makes, and you name it, payola to insignificance. These people are like in suspended animation, like Larry King, uh-huh. frozen, can't make a move. They're like a, a, a constipated guy at a chessboard who's just going to sit there for eternity, you know what I mean? Who's like mm-hmm. petrified, as in the petrified forest. Hey, I've been telling you for years to call 1-800-MATTRESS whenever you need a bed. Don't be scared of doing that. It's the easiest, the smartest piece of shopping you could be doing. They can deliver with an a 2 hour window. They have knowledgeable bedding consultants and lots more. If you have thought dialing 1-800-MATTRESS on the phone was easy, check out their website, mattress.com. That's a piece of cake. Shop on the web anytime, day or night, with product details, prices, and photos. You can check out online or call to place your order and schedule delivery when it's convenient for you. Get factory direct prices lower than the chain stores, even during their so-called big sales. Plus, you also get 12 months financing, too. What's not to like? Dollar Mattress has the complete line of Sealy. Insert a King Coral, Simmons, Tempur-Pedic, Stearns, and Bananas Foster. When you call 1-800-MATRESS, you'll get low unbeatable prices on the best brands. You can't beat them with a stick. They're ranked number one in the world in customer satisfaction. I've used them for years and guarantee you love them as much as I do. So next time your old mattress is worn out and just had it, if you want a great deal all the way around, just sit there on your ass instead of wasting gas. Call one eight hundred Mattress, one eight hundred M A T T R E S. Leave off the last S because it stands for Savings Dummy.
3: This is Neil Rogers. This is five sixty Q A M.
5: But uh, just it's for real.
3: and when I'm up in Boca Tica
5: slapping old women with painted
3: lips around the pool, I listen to the Neil Rogers one to two hours Yeah, I, I, I mean I listen to the Neil
7: Rogers hair and balance one to two hours. <laughs> Goodbye, Katie Though I you at all,
0: you have the grace to force a smile. Since you actually hated that But soon they said it would work And for 15 years it did Then you left for CBS For bigger contract and income gain And at times it seemed You had that phase Like Matt Howell was passing wind Knowing he ate the bean dip when the came in And when I heard you believing it didn't bother him He's got the heart for Mary's death Got no trick coming in 101 at 560
1: WQM I And mean, there's about a much chance that I would watch Katie Couric doing the news As there would be of me Am I watching um, a Jay Leno show None. Much chances is my voting for... Can't wait. ...that. Anyway, I think we got the close to 1,100 now, don't you, you want to poll? 1,089. 11, right. we can go home. New evidence may suggest cover-ups in two separate incidents at the center of a simmering scandal over Iraqi civilian deaths at the end of American forces. Iraqi anger is percolating, just like the coffee this morning. It's percolating over the incidents and over an investigation that cleared U.S. forces in a third case. A brother of victim, Hashim Ibrahim Awad Abbas in Alhamdania, uh, Iraq, whatever that is, told ABC News uh, yesterday that Marines killed his brother needlessly. According to the victim's brother, Marines came to his family's village at 2 o'clock in the morning, April 25, and raided a home where they discovered a shovel in AK-47. They then went to his brother's house, dragged him into the street, arrested him, and took, away. took him away. A little while later, a boss's brother heard gunfire outside the village. Waking up at the crack of dawn, he rushed to the police department to report his brother missing. Abbas told ABC News that the police informed him that a body had been dropped off earlier by the Americans and that he should go have a look. Indeed, it was his brother. Later that day, Marines came to the family home and dropped off the incident report. ABC News obtained a copy of the death report, which is written in Arabic on one side, English on the other. We spotted a man digging on the side of the road from our ambush, that reads the statement. I made the call and engaged. He was pronounced dead at the scene with only a shovel and an AK-47, according to the statement. Sergeant Lawrence Hutchins, with a, another Marine acting as a witness, signed the death report. Eight Marines could face murder charges in the death of a boss and other charges for possibly attempting to cover up the killing. Residents told ABC News over the weekend that a Marine sergeant had lied on an official report about the death of a civilian, saying the man appeared to be planting a bomb, but several Marines have confessed to dragging the man from his house, shooting him, and putting a shovel and weapon next to his body to make it look like he was a terrorist. An insurgent. An evildoer. How do you like that? Your government in action again, baby. Zine America, man. You can have it. The Bush America. It's enough to make you want to...
4: Find somebody coming back, coming into our country?
1: Puke. Yeah, go, go back to uh, wherever you came from, okay? Go to uh, Uranus, W, you jackass. I get him in a just... Uh, you know, the fact that he stole two elections, and no, nobody is making a big simus about that except Bobby Kennedy junior Mm-hmm. And he's busy trying to bail his uh, cousin out. Isn't that his kissing cousin? Is that what Patrick? you're doing? Huh? Is that what they're doing? Of course. It's his cousin, man. If Patrick Kennedy is Ted's son, right? Well, I didn't know they were kissing. And Bobby Kennedy Jr. is Bobby's son, and her are cousins, would seem to me. Well, maybe they are. Maybe they're not. I don't know what they're doing. Who cares? They're both pretty ugly. 1,093 votes on the poll. Kim Bo Kemper ain't going to be taking no silly ass sports poll at 2 o'clock. He's going to be digging right out of that check uh, stuff, you know? and the heat neat. The white heat. White hot. Whatever it is. I was going to. Uh, can I do that uh, Lou Dobbs thing one second? I think you should. I gotta find since it. I missed it last night. Well, no, I want to find that poll he took on a show last night, since you're a big Lou Dobbs fan now. Thanks to you. Here it is. Which of these uh, national issues do you believe is most pressing right now? Most important. Gay marriage, illegal immigration, war in Iraq, border security, public education or health care? I'm going to vote for war in Iraq, even though I already voted on this yesterday. But just to get the numbers up. Oh, look at that. 17,318 votes, a little bit more than we got. Gay marriage has got 192 votes, 1%. 1%. Yeah. Illegal immigration, 33%. War in Iraq, 29%. Those are 1 and 2. Border security is 3rd, 24%. Public education, only 2%, which is pretty embarrassing. Health care, 11%. And gay marriage is last. 1%. 1%. That's why they're wasting all your tax dollars and all this Senate time debating about a, uh, a constitutional amendment that had no chance in the first place and is never going to pass anyway. And then they'll do the thing on the flag burning. And there will be a Hillary will be there joining in again, trying to be like a centrist, whatever the hell she is, phony baloney. In fact, here's the story. President Bush unexpectedly yanked a press event on the federal marriage amendment from the White House Rose Garden and placed it inside the old executive office building without explanation, CNN reported yesterday. It was supposed to be outside in the Rose Garden, and he's so embarrassed by it, they uh, yanked it. Hmm. And the uh, press event, too. After giving a prepared statement, the president did not take any questions, instead walked off the podium. In other gay marriage news, MSNBC's conservative host Joe Scarborough, a real bubblehead, said Monday that most conservatives know that Bush is pandering on gay marriage. The amendment doesn't have enough votes to pass the Senate, not even close. Every, everybody knows, from the left, from the right, from the middle, from uh, your rat everywhere. They all know. Political pandering and just stirring up the hate mongers on the far religious right. And, of course, that, all that's going to do is piss off more people. These people have gone from being so politically, uh, you know, clever and uh, coy and uh, stealing elections stuff like that, to being so inept at everything they do. But at least they're consistent, you know. Mm-hmm. Everything they do is, uh, everything they touch, it's like the Midas touch in reverse turns to pure manure. And there's nothing better than pure manure. It smells good too. Now talking about your country trying to dictate to the rest of the world, just like they're giving Canada crap about the marijuana laws, you know, and about everything else. Yeah, this, this is right in line. They're just like the Dutch. They've always been giving the Netherlands a hard time about, uh, well, your lax laws on prostitution and uh, drugs, and, you know. I say none of you. know, none of your business. Mm-hmm. That's what I would tell right. them. Mind your own business. Take care of your own house. The United States warned key ally Germany yesterday that it should do more to stop a tide of sex workers arriving for this month's Soccer World Cup and accused 12 nations of failing to do enough to stop the modern-day slave trade in prostitutes, child sex workers, and forced laborers. The U.S. government opposes prostitution, which is legal in Germany. A State State Department report on global human trafficking said these activities are inherently harmful and dehumanizing. And it's got a picture here of the red light district in Hamburg and says prostitution is legal in Germany. A U.S. congressman and other anti-trafficking advocates estimate that thousands of foreign women, many from Eastern Europe, like Romania, by the way, will be forced into sex work during the four-week tournament that begins June 9. At a briefing, Secretary of State Condoleezza denounced the sordid trade in human beings and said the fight if there's anything sordid, she ought to look in the mirror that bitch. she's as sordid looking as anything i've ever seen you know mm-hmm. she said the fight against trafficking is a great moral calling of our time together we will stop at nothing to end the debasement of our fellow men she said i don't think she gives a crap about men if you ask no. me hey condoleezza you fairy the u.s called germany a source transit and destination country for sex workers not the victims of exploitation however the 2006 Trafficking in Persons Report gave Germany its highest overall rating for compliance with efforts to stop trafficking and noted German efforts to combat exploitation during the World Cup. How do you like that? Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, due to the sheer size of the event, the potential for increased human trafficking during the Games remains a concern, the report said. As many as 800,000 people are bought and sold across national borders annually or lured to other countries with false promises of work or other benefits, the State Department in its annual survey on international human trafficking. Most are women and children. The report lists Iran and Syria among the dozen nations that the U.S. said did not adequately address trafficking problems. The State Department said those countries should be subject to sanctions. Apart from Arab allies, Saudi Arabia and the Central American nation of Belize, the rest of the list of violators reads like a catalog. How do you like that? Saudi Arabia's on there. Are we doing anything to punish them? No. The rest of the list of violators reads like a catalog of nations at perpetual odds with the Bush administration. Myanmar, that's Burma. Cuba. Iran, Laos, North Korea, Sudan, Syria, Uzbekistan, Venezuela, and Zimbabwe. I don't see a Costa Rica on there, where do you? No. no. What about Mexico? Don't see it. Hmm. See Belize? Who gives a crap about Belize? Countries that fail to crack down can be subject to a variety of sanctions, including the withholding of some kinds of U.S. foreign aid. The U.S. will not cut off trade and humanitarian aid, the report said. Countries that receive no such assistance can be declared ineligible to take part in cultural and educational exchange programs. Two countries have been sanctioned since the report began, Equatorial Guinea and Venezuela. You ever seen Equatorial Guinea? Not lately. Pretty foul. The German government, while defending its policy of legalized prostitution, emphatically denies that it condones human trafficking and says it's intensified efforts to combat it. Germany's sex industry entrepreneurs have made no secret of their expectation of a boom as hundreds of thousands of of visitors arrive for the World Cup. I'll be there for the World Cup, and I won't be uh, doing no prostitutes. At the four-story, 40-bedroom Artemis Brothel, which opened in Berlin last fall, manager Egbert Kumasch predicted business, normally 130 clients today, could double or triple during the 32-nation tournament. Prostitution is legal in Germany with about 400,000 registered sex workers who pay taxes and receive social benefits. However, the government says forced prostitution is not tolerated and denies Smith's claim that it's helping build brothels. The German embassy in Washington said German federal officials are working closely with regional authority on So there we go again. Tell the rest of the world you can't do this and you can't do that. Moralizing for the rest of the world while we're butchering innocent people and uh, taking our soldiers and using them as like human sacrifice. And drinking the blood of Christ and eating the body of Christ. I'll tell you one thing, boy. He must have been one bloody guy. Yeah, it tastes like chicken. All these, all these people drinking the blood of Christ all of these centuries now. My God. it's unbelievable. When does he run out? Oh, you know, what? like that trick he did with the bread and the fish. He just keeps making more. Oh, that's right. He keeps making new. That's right. Never runs out. I wonder. I wonder if it's like tastes like Grandma Boone. Providence after one at five sixty. Although the church said they liked it because it had a ripple effect. Whatever that meant. Providence sure. after one at QAM. We got Bo Camper at two. We got Mad Dog at four. We got Curtis at seven tonight. Thank God. Oh, rest your ears, baby. Kiss, kiss. The... In fact, you know something. You want to know why? Why? It, it just dawned on me. It took me over three hours to figure this out. You see who's been scratched off the schedule tonight? Yeah. Anybody want to know the true identity of the Antichrist?
0: Ow.
1: He's got other work to do. Got it? Got it. Got it. <laughs> Only the Antichrist could make a sound like that. <laughs> uh-huh. I knew it. Hey, if you love to get out there on water and you'd like to go out and get you a boat, don't buy a boat because, man, it costs you an arm and six legs. And, boy, that's the price is just where the problems begin because then you got all kinds of maintenance and do all kinds of stuff with it. If you want to get out of the water the smart way, call our friends at Club Nautico at one 800 vote rent right now. Why would you want to pay all the expense of owning the boat and go through all the grief when you can rent one totally hassle-free? This is for smart people. Join the club at Club Nautico. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT. You'll be amazed just how easy to make all these things for you. No docking costs, no expensive upkeep, no insurance, no hurricane preparation. With a boat from Club Nautico, it's totally stress-free and truly affordable, too. So call 1-800-BOAT-RENT. Don't have to worry about getting the boat ready because Club Nautico does it for you. No cleaning up either. At Club Nautico, here's how the deal works. You just call them ahead of time. They get the boat all ready. You just hop on your boat and go and have a fantastic time. When you're done, pull them to the dock, get off, and just walk away. It's that easy. Club Nautico. Call them toll-free at one 800 vote rent From unlimited voting to pay as you go, from small boats to yacht uh, charters and everything in between. All of these things. It's Club Nautico. Call one 800 vote rent and let Club Nautico tailor a plan to fit your needs and your budget. Get on the water today the smart, the uh, hassle-free way with Club Nautico. Call one 800 vote. Rent.
3: This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Father, you're helping
0: all the boys. I'm a Catholic. Well, congratulations. Get a light. Here's your brand, honey. Brand again? It tastes so crappy. You know, I'd give my immortal soul for
1: a brand that tastes good. I heard that.
0: Beelzebub, Bob, Lord of the Underworld, underworld. what are you, what are you doing, doing here?
1: I heard you're not eating your fiber, Bob. Uh, perhaps you'd like to try a new Beelzebrand. Oh, what's so great about Beelzebrand? Well, one bowl of Beelzebrand has all the fiber you'll need to keep regular. But the best part is, it tastes great.
3: Wow.
1: Besides... If you don't eat your fiber, your bowels will clog with rotting meat, and your intestines will fill with cancerous tumors, and
7: blood shall spurt from your anus.
0: Okay, okay, I get the points. So I'll eat my brain.
7: There's a good
1: fellow.
0: Thanks, oh, desolate one.
1: (laughs) No problem. Now, about your immortal soul, Bob... Beelzebub?
0: Beelzebub. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Beelzebub. Because good health shouldn't cost you your soul. Yeah, but why did they get the
1: baboons such a red ass, man? That was bad. Oh, they like those. They put some clothes on those things. I wonder if they got baboons in the new um, omen like that. You know, it would be missing something if they didn't. Yeah, that's quite a scene there. All the animals are freaking out. Even the, uh, um, the um, giraffes. Right. Remember when she first drives into the park and there's mm-hmm. two tall giraffes, and they're like... Kind of like chewing their cud, which I didn't know that giraffes did that, but they're, they're doing it. Yeah, they do. And then all of a sudden they run like a son of a bitch when they see who's in the car. Oh, it's Damien, we better get out of here. Bleh. Cliff writes a fax, chronic cliff. I really thought all these crazy Christians were just full of it when they told me Satan would appear on 666. But then today I was pulled over by a white devil for going 40 and 35. Now I'm a believer. Jesus touched me, he said. Yeah, Jesus got to touch you, but you better be careful because it might be near your Rectum. I'd run like, a, like hell. I'm knocking on some Jesus right now. 40 and a 35 boy what a, a speed demon got over 1100 votes on the poll we're, we're just rolled out along singing a song I think you know why I made the bad mistake I shouldn't have taken at um Bentley's the cough stuff before the show really, really? why no that, that's why I was coughing and hacking oh, because you're it expectorating lo- it. it ah there you go well, well you're expectorating anyhow that's right so what I'll do is I'll take it like a two is what I'll do because uh, I almost took it again, and it's supposed to be like every five hours or six, whatever. I almost took it again at one. I thought that would be a bad idea. Because you notice now how that is kind of passed. All things must pass. Right. right. Like gas. Yeah, when Norma, when Norma gets us our fart sounds back, that's when i like, assume he's earning his money, you know? Otherwise, why even waste the time meeting with these bozos? You know, he's having a big meeting on Friday. What are you going to do, Norma? What are you going to do? Huh? Just rehash the same old crap about how Joe likes us and he wants us to uh, and uh, kiss up to uh, Josh and respect his tremendous talents, whatever this is all about? Well, they can talk Why are you baseball. wasting your time, Norma? Huh? They can talk baseball. Yeah, there you go. Talk about your uh, fantasy baseball and your fantasy radio, because that's what we're working at. Speaking of crazy people, Greenbelt, Maryland, the father of a Marine whose funeral was picketed by anti-gay protesters from a fundamentalist Kansas church, those are the crazy people, filed an invasion of privacy suit against the demonstrators on Monday. It is believed to be the first lawsuit brought by a serviceman's family against Westboro Baptist Church of Topeka, Kansas, that's the lunatic Fred Phelps, whose members routinely demonstrated military funerals around the country. Albert Snyder of York, Pennsylvania, the father of Lance Corporal Matthew A. Snyder, is seeking unspecified damages. The younger Snyder, 20, died March 3rd after an accident in the Anbar province of Iraq. He was buried in Westminster, Maryland. We think it's a case we can win because anyone's funeral is private, Albert Snyder's lawyer Sean Summers said. You don't have the right to interrupt somebody's private funeral. After filing the suit, Snyder said at a news conference that he hoped a hefty judgment would leave the church members unable to afford to travel for more protests. I want it to stop, he said of the protest. I didn't know there were people in the world who did stuff like this. In other words, oh yeah, who's being naive now, Okay. Members of Westboro say the military deaths in Iraq are God's punishment for America's tolerance of gays. They typically carry signs with slogans such as God hates fags and thank God for IEDs, a reference to the roadside bombs used by insurgents. Just lovely. The church has inspired dozens of state laws banning funeral protests. What are you doing? Oh, I'm eating communion wafers. Oh. Are you eating the body of Christ again? Yes, I am. On Jesus Christ. The church has inspired dozens of state laws banning funeral protests, including a Maryland law that didn't go into effect till after Snyder's Memorial. Shirley Phillips Roper, a spokeswoman for the small congregation of crazy people, said this is the first time Westboro has been sued by a soldier's family, but long overdue, by the way. We're exercising our First Amendment rights, she said. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Spreading hate. Is that what it says in the First Amendment going around and spreading hate and causing more distress? It's not bad enough that a family's got to bury their kid, you know their 20-year-old son, who was sent off to be a human a sl- uh, sacrifice. That's not bad enough. But they got to put up with these crazy people from Kansas. Crazy. But what I tell you? The religious people, when they come anywhere near you, run like a son of a bitch, okay? Or you're right. going to really regret it. Slam that door. Slam that door in your face and go get a loaded. Go call Chuck Heston. <laughs> go tell you where to get a loaded piece. And also where to get some neat spandex pants. He, You know, he makes me look like a snappy dresser. I think those were Farrah action slacks. That outfit, that, out- <laughs> that outfit, he's wearing in that uh, Bowling for Columbine there at the end. It's just, it's just, it defies description. In fact, I think he's got spandex skin, old Chuck, if you ask me. But then what would I know? You son of a bitch. Yeah. What would I know? I'm not one of them gun nuts. Conservatives favor purity over cancer vaccine. Did you see this story? Nope. Late last month, an FDA advisory panel unanimously recommended approval of a vaccine for uh, human papillomavirus, HPV. The vaccine appears to be 100% effective, 100% effective at protecting against the most prevalent viruses that cause cervical cancer. While public health professionals view the vaccine as miraculous, many conservative organizations opposed it on the grounds it might encourage promiscuity among adolescent girls. Now it appears for certain that the FDA will approve the vaccine. Conservatives are attempting to discourage its use. These are the flat Earth people, man. These are the flat Earth crowd, crazy people, the anti-science, anti-intellectual, anti-anything people. They remind me of the Christian scientists. You know, oh, don't go to the doctor. Don't get any antibiotics. Just, just pray, That's man. Right. I had a girl, I had a girl in the school, in high school. The family was Christian scientists, and the father got ill, and they wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't go to the doctor, they wouldn't like, uh, you know, and it was something that he could have been treated for too, as it turns out. No doctor, and guess what? He died. Good guess. He ain't hurt no more. The pharmaceutical giant Merck produced the vaccine known as Gardasil. It'll be nothing short of a lifesaver for many women. Cervical cancer is the second most prevalent cancer killer among women in America, striking nearly nearly fourteen thousand women each year. Of those, nearly four thousand die annually. Poor women and women of color will benefit the most from the vaccine, as Latino and Black women have the highest rates of cervical cancer. Lower income women typically lack the funds and health insurance necessary to have regular screenings for HPV. Ooh, look at that! Look here. Despite the benefit Ooh, I got to get rid of that. Uh-oh. Mm. i Wall. Ooh yucky. Despite the benefits of the vaccine, conservative org- organizations began to rally against it last year. One of the most vocal opponents are the crazy people of the Family Research Council. The council promotes the judeo-Christian worldview as the basis for a just free and stable society. Last October the council's president Tony Perkins, there he is again, spoke decidedly against the vaccine. Mr. Perkins proclaimed, "Our concern is that this vaccine will be marketed to a segment of the population that should be getting a message about abstinence. It sends the wrong message." He even stated he would not vaccinate his 13-year-old daughter. And it goes on. It's on our website, by Jean C. Gerard from Dissident Voice.
6: <coughs>
1: it's kind of like, it's kind of like uh, stem cell research. Everything right. that might help people who are desperate, who are dying, who are sick. Everything, every, where there might be, uh, you know, something scientific that makes sense. Well, we remember, can't do that, right? God wants you to suffer. That's why you have to beat yourself. <coughs> He works in mysterious ways. That belt of nails. Doing the devil's work again. Yeah, that belt of uh, stuff, man. I, I never in my life I never saw that before. Well, you weren't raised Catholic. Well, thanks God for that. About the one thing I will say for my family, I can't say too much, but at least they were, uh, you know, good heathens. Although my father, of course, was into that Zionist crap because he had no life.
2: I have no life. Right.
1: And his whole family were a bunch of crazed Zionists. Mm. Didn't care about Judaism or about religion or any of that God crap. But Israel, oi, Israel, listen, you know, very sad. (coughs) <coughs> oh oh this is good man See, you're, you're having a, a very dangerous lunch there it's loaded with mm-hmm. calories and carbs that's right I'm having a totally calorie and carb free snack i wonder what the nutritional value of jesus is. oh oh mackinac jesus i don't know let's call the atkins center i wonder if it's <laughs> carb free oh yeah they got the low carb jesus oh uh, you know something that's a good point how come how come we don't have low carb wafers in the church you know you're Do right. i think people want to start demanding that that's a good point, the people that have weight yeah, problems. Yeah, especially for people with diabetes. Yeah, maybe a soy-based wafer. Right. 28 after 1. And what about that wine, man? Oh, yeah. God. Huh? <laughs> you know what Bela Lugosi said? I know. If you have a business and need to get customers away from the competition, then here's the perfect business partner for you. Pubset Printing and Design. Pubset can design and print everything you need in your arsenal. Just look at the display booth they made about me on our website down at the bottom of the page, and I see, you'll see those big, ugly glasses I used to wear, and you'll wonder, what a geek. But it's a great display. Or see more of their phenomenal work on their website, pubsetsf.com. Pubset can print everything from business cards to banners, posted to their specialties, trade show booths and displays. Pubset design and printing, the very best for over 14 years. And Pubset can handle all in-house. Call 954-772-7275. Remember Frank House used to catch for the uh, Tigers? No. 954-772-7275. And they had alkaline in right field. Better yet, see for yourself at PubsetSF.com. Look your best and get those new customers. It's your business and it's Pubset's business to make you look really great. Call them at 954 772 or go to that website of theirs, PubsetSF.com. Don't forget to look for my grotesque, gruesome picture on their building on Dixie Highway, just north of Commercial. Choose the very best top set design and printing. Call 954-772-7275.
3: This is Neil Rogers. What solid. This is 562
1: two a m. Or
4: David's
3: a bitch. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. doi do, 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 do. I'm sitting home watching TV, enjoying the peace and quiet I really need. But I know that it won't last forever. The
0: doorbell has to ring. Another Jehovah's Witness thinks they want to save me.
5: Dumb. If you still want to visit after I drag
3: your ass away, I'll get on a bus, I'll come to your house, and I'll knock you on blue in the face. So don't you come a knocking cause I'll be waiting behind my old oak tree. You fairy.
1: Yeah, the significance of that, of course, even though he's not a Jehovah's Witness, Tony Orlando is a uh, born-again fanatic. You do know that. I do. I do. He found Jesus, you know. Once his record stopped selling, he found Jesus, and the uh, music buying audience lost him. He was on that CKLW piece. He was talking about how uh, he was friends with Rosemary, whatever her name was, the PD. Rosie. She was was one of the big movers and shakers in the music business. If they wanted a record played on CKLW, they had to go through her. Some Italiana. Anyway, I forget what her last name was. No, no, actually, that's wrong. She was a French-Canadian. (laughs) Huh. Yeah, like Turgeon or some frog like that. But anyway, she had the power, man. Speaking of having the power, now, just to show you, when you go to Amsterdam, you guys, you're going to be amazed at the... Although, you won't probably won't find these people. They're in the tiny minority. The people in Another, will you listen to this? All right. A Netherlands-based evangelical organization has called on Christians in 21 countries to hold a 24-hour prayer, prayer vigil against satanic forces to mark so-called Devil's Day. Well, I hope they're busy because it's already like 7.35 at night over there. Some fear the date 666 which fall today... Signify 666, the biblical number of the devil, the beast, and will usher in calamities and even the end of the world. Of course, you got that volcano going off there, right, in uh, somewhere, where, where was it? Somewhere. In Indonesia, Sumatra, yeah. one of those.
7: And, and there's that guy in
1: Hell, Michigan, is on CNN right now. He owns the ice cream on Halloween store. And
4: uh, so we uh, put together a little bit of celebration. Says, so lo- hell welcome to Hell over there? Uh, we haven't had a freeze in the last year and a half. That's when we hold our elections, <laughs> when hell freezes over.
0: And do you tell people to go to hell on a regular basis?
4: I'm sorry, I didn't get that.
0: <laughs> do you tell people to go to hell on a regular basis? I mean, you're the unofficial oh, yeah, mayor. Well, uh,
4: you know, we, here we can get away with it. More people told you to come to our town than anywhere on Earth.
0: <laughs> so how did hell get its name? No, we already oh, been oh, through that.
1: Was... All I want to say is go to hell. Yeah. Isn't that pathetic? Anyway... The Dutch-based organization Ambassadors Ministries called its 24-hour prayer vigil from 6 p.m. Monday, yesterday, saying it hoped some 2,000 Dutch Christians, mainly Protestants, would take part. That's probably as many as they can get in the whole country. Because you know what's right there by the old church? The whole is the red light district. Las Prostitutas. We believe that the plans the enemy has for this date, June 6, 2006, will be destroyed through violent worship and praise. Violent worship? Well, what is violent worship? You know, it's flagellation. We are inviting the entire world to be part of this huge unity project. It says on its website, ambasmin.org. A-M-B-A-S-M-I-N, ambasmin.org. The forces of evil are using this day. Matthai Piet of the organization told AFP, through our action we want to stop them from achieving their goal. The figure 666 is named the number of the beast in the closing chapter of the Bible. The book of Revelation, otherwise known as the Apocalypse of John. Chapter 13, verse 18 of the book with its apparent reference to the coming of the devil. I think we just seen him on TV a little while ago. He was saying things like... That's right. done anything. We ought to give him a haircut. Has long puzzled scholars and demonologists. Oh, d- demonologists. What do you do for a living? I'm a demonologist. And fed the fantasies of conspiracy theorists and writers of ghost stories. I'm a demonologist. I trade. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be. A Chris, to demons. Chris says, the holy Pat Robertson has his own protein drink. There is a video of him claiming that his protein drink that he sells in uh, GNC gave him the ability to... Uh, oh, yeah, I've seen the thing on that. To press 2,000 pounds. This weight is 600 pounds more than the world record it can be said. <laughs> <coughs> not that he's a crazy person or lies a lot. Religious people would never lie to you. It can be seen on the Seven Heart Club site. It says, I apologize if you've already been aware of the... No, I, I haven't uh, been uh, specifically made aware of the shake, but I did see him, like, uh, bench pressing, like, 4 pounds the other day. Something like that. Actually, he was lifting like a tea bag or something. i oh, was speaking of. Uh, did yeah, you tell totally. me how you ought to be drinking tea? I didn't. Yeah, you should. No, instead, well, I did my fisherman's friend. A little late now, but that's all right. How do you know that? Well, I mean, it'll make you <laughs> feel better. But I'm talking about. Uh, huh? To get you to stop coughing. This is going. On. I'm not coughing. What you just heard was just a uh, fake, an illusion. Okay, let's take a whole bunch of calls between now and two o'clock. Okay. Okay. So we, we already done our duty on the pool. We got probably close to twelve. We got eleven thirty-seven. Rhymes with heaven. And seven come eleven. I like seven eleven a lot better than I like six six six. Eleven hundred and thirty seven both. And I still got my lucky urinals, by the way, at uh, Woodbine. Lucky urinals? Two of them. Well, one in the back, depending on where I'm yeah. part of the uh, place I'm playing in, and then uh, the one up in the front, the one in the middle. Do they ever pay off? Yeah, and every now and then you'll pee in there, like flush out about five hundred bucks. It's incredible. Five six seven oh five sixty. Pound 560 on the Verizon singular wireless line. In fact, there are a couple of machines I'd like to uh, take a leak uh, on now that you mention it. Or maybe just a sledgehammer would be good. WQAM, hello.
4: Hello, Neil. Yes. <laughs> hey, in honor of uh, 666, uh, how about a little all-you-can-eat Negro?
1: Yeah, that's a possibility. Kill some good time.
7: Yeah, I was about to say, it'll kill some good time for you guys.
1: Excellent thought. Thank you, sir. Thanks. And I'll pray for you. I'll pray for your heathen soul, okay? You heathen bastard, you're going to rot in hell unless you get yourself right with the Lord. I, You know, I, I just, I don't know how I've tolerated that all my life. You know, not that I've been around that many of those people, but I just, it just makes me furious. Well, you have to. They talk such caca, man. Uh-huh. They talk such foolishness. And then, and then, like, when the Pope comes to these different places, like when he was in Cologne, Germany, which is such a hip city, man. So many... Young people and beautiful people and like um, people living in the in the present day, as opposed to the Stone Age. And the Pope comes there, and like when he was here a couple of years ago, the previous Pope, the fat one, the slab on the slab on the slab. Mm-hmm. And these uh, thousands and hundreds of thousands of young people come schlepping around to see this old uh, man in a dress. What are you people thinking about? What are you thinking about? They're the people that needed to see that show that I made you watch uh, last week. That's right, Illuminating Angels and Demons. They're the ones that need to be force-fed to see that. All the corruption and the BS and the, all those uh, books that nobody's allowed to look at. Yeah. The exactly. Vatican banking scandal, all this uh, garbage. The world's largest closet, man. I I guarantee you, if John Travolta wants to find a forget about Scientology. He wants to find a place to hide along with uh, Tommy Cruz. Just head for the Vatican. No problem at all. Never be seen again. WQIM, hello. Yes, sir. Uh
4: uh-huh. To paraphrase the bridge tender, follow me on this. Yeah. Lister, you sure don't know your baseball. You got that trivia wrong on Bill Mazarowski's home run. Yeah. Art Dittmar did not give up the home run. Uh, That's what
1: I said. Ralph Terry gave up the home run. I said that Chuck Thompson called it wrong. He said Art Dittmar throws.
4: No, he he was in the bullpen. Art Dittmar, he was saying Art Dittmar throws in the Yankee bullpen. When Terry threw the pitch and Maserowski hit it, it was in mid-sentence. That's why.
1: Why, Oh, I see. To this day, I never knew that. I thought he made a mistake, and I love Chuck Thompson. He was great.
4: And that's the thing. They did a commercial about that for one of the beer companies.
1: Wow. And um,
4: and, well, and they did something about They interviewed Art Ditmar, and he said they got it all wrong. I was in the bullpen. I right. think Ralph Perry is dead now. He goes, he goes. They, he said my name because I was warming up in the bullpen. In, case he was in after... other
1: words, he was about to say Art Ditmar throws in the bullpen for the Yankees. And right. My... You exactly. know something? You, you have just added five minutes to my life.
4: Well, what can I say? He was warming up in case it was, was coming up, and they were going to bring in Dittmar. Yeah, but you
1: do under, you understand that for the uninitiated, the rest of the people who didn't know the difference, that a lot of people thought it was our Dittmar throwing the pitch because of the way it was interrupted. Chuck Thompson was great. He never would have made that mistake. Yeah. Okay, you got it. Bye-bye. Thanks, Pally. Yeah, that's good. See, I told you, listen to me. That's an important call in my life. All these years, that's forty six years I've been going under the misinterpretation that and I've said it on the air a few times, I've talked about that, not that anybody cares, but this guy had the right info. See, that's two mistakes in one day. First of all, Josh says that Henry Aaron never was in the play for the Milwaukee Brewers and was never a DL. Didn't you say that? You oh, I said that. that. I know, so I made the, listen, we make so many mistakes on this show. It's a, and what about that plane with Catherine Harris? Did you hear about that? Oh my no, god. No about it. How's it going? Woo! You talk about Humpty Dumpty. You talk about QAM. One forty-two owner, Jeannie Meserve. I wonder if the federal Meserve is going to raise uh, interest rate. That name is always just bugged the hell. I mean, she's okay. She never stole a freight train. But Jeannie Meserve, huh? Come up with a name that somebody of. might believe already, like Jeannie uh, Ahmed Abdul-Schwartz. Uh, Exotica Miami Beach is a fun, exciting venue for the public to purchase the hottest new products and services from the adult industry. All of these things. Right.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Meet adult stars, including Jenna Jameson and the club genna girls Tara Patrick and others take pictures you can brag about for years pretend something exciting happened shop for something sexy see the Lord is punishing me right now shop for something sexy in the largest adult marketplace on the East Coast enjoy entertainment on stage with acts ranging from the comedic stylings of Ron Jeremy wow the human furball to a 15-person male and female group performance at a group grope probably enjoy hours of entertainment burlesque hot body contests and lots more Whatever way you decide to celebrate your sexiness, enjoy it with Exotica at the Miami Beach Convention Center. It promises to be a memorable experience. Go to ExoticaMiami.com. That's with three X's, triple X. ExoticaMiami.com. Buy tickets, check out who's coming, and get in for one nightly after parties. Uh. Uh. Oh, look at that. Violet. (coughs) And it glows in the dark. sounded violent. ExoticaMiami.com, Friday, June 9th. It's this Friday through Sunday, the 11th. This weekend at Miami Beach Convention Center. Must be 18 and over with valid ID. Being horny couldn't hurt. Exotica Miami Beach, a celebration of sexy.
3: This is Neil Rogers. This is 560
5: QAM. How may I be helping you today? Hey, would you please be having a blue skirt, We are having a sale on cameras. We have had about many flavors. R-A-G-G. Okay, I'm afraid that is not decent. Okay, I'll tell
0: you everything. E- My skin may be brown, but inside I
5: think. Yes, it's true. It's with our women in bags. It is only because they smell so bad. You can blame a group, the actions of a group, but we don't want drink our wee-wee. it smell like our food. making in Raghead. I keep up my beard, my face
0: clean. Rackhead. 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 If you'll excuse me, I'm waiting to see. Rackhead. A-K-E-T. Rackhead. A-K-E-T. Rackhead. A-K-E-T. Rackhead. A-K-E-T. Rackhead.
1: You fairy! It's 147 at 560 WQM. Don't forget, religion is the source of all evil, not money. There's nothing wrong with having a lot of money, depending on what you do with it and uh, who you're doing with it. But as far as uh, all other evil, the history of mankind, it's right there. It's like an open book, man. Not the good book, the Mm -hmm. bad book, the evil book. Pick your poison. Whichever book you like. How about them tablets, man, that Joseph Smith had in Palmyra, New York? Yeah, were they effervescent? Yeah, as a matter of fact, if you were in Palmyra, you'd probably want to drop a few tablets, too. Maybe some acid. Couldn't hurt. (laughs) The Board of Governors at the American Bar Association voted unanimously yesterday to investigate whether President Bush has exceeded his constitutional authority in reserving the right to ignore more than 750 laws that have been enacted since he took office. Meeting in New Orleans. ooh man, the chocolate town. The Board of Governors of the world's largest association of legal professionals approved the creation of an all-star legal panel with a number of members from both political parties. The all-star legal panel. All right. When's that show going to be on? They include a former Federal Appeals Court chief judge, a former FBI director, and several prominent scholars to evaluate Bush's assertions that he has the power to ignore laws that conflict with his interpretation of the Constitution. That sounds like a dictator to me. He just makes it up as he goes along, as if we didn't know that. Bush has appended statements to new laws when he signs them, noting which provisions he believes interfere with his powers. Among the laws Bush has challenged are the ban on torturing detainees, oversight provisions in the USA (laughs) Patriot Act, and whistleblower law protections for federal employees. The challenges have also included safeguards against political interference in taxpayer-funded research. Bush has challenged more laws than all previous presidents combined. That's the operative word. All previous presidents put together. Got it? Got it. And what's this very important but brief facts? Oh, here's one for the poll, Walter Matthau. I thought of him before and I forgot to say it. All right. So thanks H W for uh, sending that in Watermath. I'm sure we left a lot of really great people off of there, oh, but sure these people, huh? I'm sure we did, but you know. How these people today, though, very fortunately and uh, luckily for them, they haven't called and said I got one for the poll. And I don't think anybody has said that all day, have they? No. no. We're finally training them. Yeah. You know, it's taken only how many years now? About thirty, man. We're finally training them in the slow and ponderous way, but that's all right. Better late than never. They're catching on. Got one for the poll. That's okay. And tomorrow we're going to do uh, more dead people. Now, what inspired me on oh, uh, this dead thing? Oh, it was the uh, dead, uh, Grateful Dead guy. Right. The keyboardist. The keyboard guy for the Grateful Dead that died over the weekend. And then, of course, we got all the dead heads calling in yesterday. Oh, you're wrong about that, Neil. They were one of the greatest touring bands. Yeah, uh, the problem was their music sucked. That's the problem. Other than that, they were... Great. They may have put on a really wild show and people having a really great time and you know we live in the 60s again. We live in their uh, hippie hood and all that other crap, which is basically what that's all about.
5: Mm-hmm. Not really. People with
1: that. Who are, it's like they're frozen in time, kind of like our management. You know, they're like in suspended animation. And they can't move and they're just living their whole life. It's like the latter day hippies. You know, like our good friend uh, Woody Graber, good guy, but he's he's stuck in the 60s. Of course, even if he did get a haircut, he wouldn't look like much anyway. But nevertheless, good guy Woody, you just uh, you're in the wrong decade. You're living in, uh, in the past. You're like, it's like the flat Earth crowd. You know, they're living like in uh, in, in centuries, like hundreds, uh, thousands right. of years ago. The dark ages. Right. That's correct. Ah, here's that poll result so far. Now, who did we did we put Walter Matthau on her? We, we did. Good. Who is your favorite dead actor or actress? I know we've done this before, but they forgot. Eleven hundred and fifty votes. That's not too bad. Eleven fifty. Let's see. What was that station? Was that? Uh, I, don't know. Mm-hmm. I think eleven thirty was WBT in Charlotte, North Carolina. I think eleven fifty was KMOX. Can we Google it real fast? I'm going to do it. Ah, KMOX, look at that. Wikipedia. Oh, What is that? KMOX News? I don't want KMOX News. Oh, it's 1120. Uh Uh-oh, another mistake. I told you the Antichrist was on the loose. That's like three major mistakes I've made today. Oh, God, four. I actually came in here. KMOX is 1120. Now, what about WBT in Charlotte? Would that redeem me if it was 1130? I don't know. Well, see. well see, when you see, when you Google it, it takes you right to their website, these stations. Mm-hmm. WBT USA, you that that's something else. I want to do, here, 1110, what did I say it was, 1130? Yeah. I was close, huh? And 1110 is right next to 1120, next to um, uh, KMOX, so they're like side by each, as they say. Huh? And 1110 is right next to 1120, next to um, uh, KMOX, so they're like side by each, as they say, side by each. Did I get through there? I never read the uh, poll result. Marlon Brando is winning hands down your pants, 193. And from what we hear, he liked having his hands down everybody's pants. Carol O'Connor, 144. John Wayne, the Duke, 106. The Duke, he was full of it when he died. In fact, if you ask me, I think he was full of it when he was alive. Jimmy Stewart, 98. George C. Scott, 71. Gregory Peck, 62. John Candy, 46. Marilyn Monroe, 46. Same person. William Holden, 46. John Belushi, 42. Jimmy Cagney, 35. Betty Davis, 31. Basil Rathbone, 29. Jack Lemon, 24. Spencer Tracy, 23. Cary Grant, 21. Lawrence Olivier, Sir Lawrence, 21. Or is that Miss? Raymond Burr, Miss Raymond Burr, 21. Grace Kelly, 18. Oh, come on. Why is it that these people aren't, I think they're all a bunch of fags. Oh, well, she did she did have very tiny boobies. Yeah, she did. Orson Welles, uh, 13. Joan Crawford, 11. Peter Finch, 11. He also had tiny boobies. Uh, Anthony Perkins, 10. And Bancroft 9, Humphrey Bogart, Bogies Only Got 8, Audrey Hepburn 5, Sterling Hayden 5, Walter Matthau, Solamente Dos, and Lee J. Cobb and Henry Fonda only have uno apiece.
3: This is Neil Rogers. Actually impressive. This is 560 QAA. Watch for the talking Catholic, questioning
5: your faith, feel you need divine intervention or at least divine counsel. Well, now there's a hotline just for you.
0: You have reached the Vatican. Today's moral issue: abortion. If you are pro-choice, press one. Thank you. You are going straight to hell.
5: Find out where the church stands on today's issues and where you stand with the church.
0: Today's moral issue: birth control. If you use contraceptives, press one. Thank you. You are going straight to hell.
5: Get the straight poop from fada 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Call 1-900-HEY-POPE.
0: Today's moral issue, premarital sex. If you engage in premarital sex, press 1. <phone rings> Thank you. Have fun while you can, because you are going straight to hell.
5: Call 1-900-Hey Pope. That's 1-900-HEY-POPE. That's one 900 y p o p e. Just 50 cents a minute. Remember, you can pay now or pay later.
6: Bye-bye.